Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 28th of May 2020. This is The Gap, episode 518. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gilroy is here, and it is hot over here. Oh, really? It's hitting like... Yeah, it's been consistently about 30 degrees for about a week now. Um, Don't. And it's not really summer yet. <laughs> so Do you have aircon? It's going to be I fun. I can't remember if we went through this already. We don't have aircon. It's sort of like mandatory here to have uh, heating. Right. So you, you need some sort of heating system. But not aircon one. is, yeah, not here. Because uh, it does get very cold during um, San Francisco winters. Right. So that's mandatory. Heating... So heating is fine. No issues with heating. It's the cooling that that is sometimes an issue. But we've got like fans, um, you yeah. know, those sort of standing fans that you now get with the bladeless ones or whatever they do. Oh, did you take you your, your, hands your in big them and, Dyson, your big bladeless Dyson over? Or We had a small one, but um, no, we didn't take it over. We've got some other thing here, but uh, I guess we'll see how it goes in terms of how cooked we get, but... It's fine at the moment. I've sort of got some windows cracked in my room because my room gets quite hot um, during the nights, especially when I'm playing. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Red Dead the yep. last couple of weeks, and the last say week and a half, uh, it's it's getting warm in here. <laughs> like my yeah. my computer is starting to uh, heat up a bit. Um, like it's not it's not overheating or anything. It's just the fans are just getting really loud. Yeah. Um, because I've got my fans on my PC set up, so they're they're not on um, like silent, but they're just a little bit above that, so they don't really work that hard. Because I've got a decent decent rig with um, one of those like water cooling pumps, yep. so you can definitely jack it up to get it really going. Yep. But it's only the last week where it's been like, oh, let's let's get things noisy in here. Um, so when I'm recording, like now, it's perfectly fine. It's only when I'm jumping into um, something crazy like Red Dead because when I'm playing Monster Train, it's like it's yeah, Monster Train ain't pushing my graphics. Card. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's gonna be an interesting week, especially considering we're all um, still in lockdown for the moment. So can't really. I mean, you could go to the beach or whatever, but not really. I mean, you could go to the Ozarks, right? Uh, <laughs> I don't think anything good has ever happened in the Ozarks. Right, uh, as far as I can tell. From the documentary. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, fair enough. It's pretty chilly over here. It's good. It's finally getting cold. Yeah. It's 14 at the moment, which is nice. Uh, I've had to, mm. like... I don't know what it is about my... There's something about how I operate, but around... And this, and this place in particular. But I found that around... Three to four o'clock, I get fucking so cold in this room. And it doesn't matter what the temperature is outside. I think it must be like the um, the sun shifts away and and uh, the you know the rest of the building blocks the the shade uh, the any extra sunlight, and so the shade right makes me feel really cold. But like often when we're playing like afternoon games, uh, I'll just get fucking cold. I just have to like lie down in the in the game and go get my fucking jumper or something, so I can continue you playing. Because otherwise, I just fucking you know fucking blazing saddles. Yeah, but I shoot with this hand like fucking all over the place. So there's just no fucking no chance for me to 
hit anything. And that's even that's uh, that's you know not accounting for my inability to hit things when everything's going fine. This is even worse. Like fucking hell. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's getting kind of cold. Uh, we've got multiple blankets. Did you use your heater in San Fran when it was cold? The heating system. Yeah. Um. When we were watching like TV, we'd chuck it on. Right. Maybe uh, I'd say less than fifteen times during winter yeah. we used it. So I don't. Um, I don't like. So I don't like heated air. Eh? Like yeah. in, just in general, I don't like. I'd rather like layer up. I'll sit in front of a fire for sure, but I don't like the air that's pushed out by, you know, our uh, our air conditioner heats. Mm. And cools, uh, but we don't use the heater. We just use more. You just play Red Dead. Leave your computer in the middle of the room. Fucking just easy, man. Get around it. Get toasty. Yeah. <laughs> easy, uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh cool. Well, not, or not cool, as it were. I suppose um, another yeah. week. We got some stuff here, though. We got we got a bunch to talk about this week. Uh, yeah, yeah. What do we want to start off with? Shall we start off with? Let's go. Let's go. Red Dead. Okay, because that's quick. That's that's easy. Okay. Um, so yeah, I managed to. F- I've been playing a lot of Red Dead the last couple of weeks, and I managed to finish it. My second playthrough. Um, got through. Now that you finished, the, it, are you um, going to shave the beard or are you keeping? The yeah, because I've been playing in yeah, character. In character. You're <laughs> so a I have. More. I um I don't know about you, but I I did not shave at all during my first or second playthrough. Um. I had very similar looking characters the entire way through that game. And my um my Arthur Morgan looked raggedy and uh, you know, lots of hair, like an extreme version of Nate. Yeah. But, <laughs> yep. Um and I and I also played it with the same uh sort of like being good yeah. as opposed to like robbing people. I don't know. I just like I could have went down that other path, but I didn't, so um, played them very similar playstyles. Saw a lot of stuff that I didn't see the first time around, which is really interesting. stuff I haven't seen yet that I saw the first time around as well. Um, yeah, but I got to um, the end of that game, and uh, yeah, it's an excellent game. I still stand by what I said last week that I think it's the still the game of this generation. Just what it does in terms of its storytelling. Yeah, um, like. You finished that game. I don't want to go into spoilers because there's probably people that haven't finished finished it or played it yet. Um, but like you finished that game and they have, like I've said before, they've corrected what I did not like about the original Red, oh, sorry, not the original Red Dead, but Red Dead Redemption. Mm. The um, There's a bit at the end of that game where you, you can keep playing and I don't like what they did with that part. Yep. And I think they, they fixed that and they made it 10 times better. Because it feels justified now. It feels warranted. Because you, you get to the end of that game and you think you've finished it and you haven't finished it and it goes for another 15 hours. Like, you're still playing the game. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the fucking epilogue, part one ep- of the epilogue is longer than Minecraft Dungeons. That's like, <laughs> in terms of how much you can play. Yeah. Right? Um, and so I really uh, enjoyed playing through the epilogue. I still haven't finished it, like, 100%. I've still got stuff to go and do in that game. Mm. Um, there's some wanted posters I can go do. There's some more side missions that I can go do um, in terms of the area, the map that is left because you finish that game and then it opens up like a whole new area and you're like, all right, 
let's go. I'm going down to this part now. Um, and that just feels like a, um, I don't know. I still don't know why they did that. Um, I don't know if it's a big part of Red Dead Online, but there's still things to do out there. It's just not a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they had plans to maybe do like some extra content at some stage or if maybe it is very um, focused, like a focus point in the online section. Yeah, but yeah. for having it in the, the normal part, it's still a bit weird. But or Or maybe it was just like a big dick move being like, hey, here's what we did in the original game and like, comparing that to what's in this section that you can now see like oh fuck you yeah um because you do get to that part and you're like man it's a, like you can see really far and it looks amazing it's just that um there's not a lot going on because it's a lot of desert area yeah. and you compare that to what is in the you know in strawberry and west elizabeth and um and roads and that sort of stuff it's just completely different landscape so that stuff is really cool um, and just like the organic nature of the missions, like I got to a section in uh, this area and there was like a sheriff being held up um, by a bunch of goons and he was about to get shot at. Uh, like they were literally pulling their guns out and I just hit the dead eye button, um, pulled out like both my pistols and just all four of them were gone before he could get like his hand the rest of the way up. Uh and it was such like a quick reaction because I like to see these things play through. Like, I'm not sure. Should I intervene or yeah. is something going to happen here? And I saw him go for his pistol and he was like on his way up. And I was like, bam. Like those moments just feel really good it, in terms of like you. I could have been half a second later and that scenario could have played out entirely differently. Yeah. Because um, you get a conversation with him later and like where does that sort of lead? Um, so, yeah, those experiences of of being able to talk to these random encounters, like random encounters or these people, these characters that you run into, this it makes it feel more organic, like a, a world that you want to live in. Yeah, there's, um, I think there's, there's, it's also pretty brave uh, of a game to give you the, like a lot of games don't allow you to fail, to miss out on content through yeah failure, optional failure. And uh, it's, it's you know, I think it's a, a big dick move, as you say, uh, for them to give you that option. You know, you absolutely could have missed out on that content. I I think I remember the scenario, and I'm pretty sure I just let him fucking die. Fuck yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I, I didn't see it. I mean, like, it's... it's I think that's one of the great things about Red Dead Redemption. Obviously, it's, at the end of the day, uh, a linear narrative, but... There's so much around. Yeah, the world building. Yeah. That. Yeah, I, I found a um a cabin as I was playing and just went into it. I was as I was walking up the steps, I, I could hear a bear and I'm like, fuck, there's a I gotta watch out for this bear. It's gonna be around here somewhere. And I open the door and this bear comes lunging at me from inside of the cabin. <laughs> and I'm just like all right fair enough and like there's a broken um like broken back wall of this cabin where the bear has obviously gotten into yeah. like i could have walked around and seen this and saw this was gonna happen but i was like nah just go through the front door yeah it's fine we'll be cool just like moments like that are really cool yeah um so yeah I i've dug that game a lot and it just re reminded me of memories that we had of like the the vampire stuff and trying to solve that <laughs> and then just funny things of like 
you, you being like, why our pictures look differently? And I'm like, it's fine. Oh don't, don't worry about Holy it. Holy shit. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. That's pretty funny. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you focusing on that for like half an hour being like, but I can't, I don't know why our pictures look different. <laughs> fucking hell. God damn. That fucking drove me nuts. Was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, that was good times. Good times. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna jump back in, finish a bunch of the side stuff that I haven't seen, um, and then go exploring to some of the areas I haven't uncovered yet because there's a bunch of stuff I haven't done up in like the mountains, um, and then st- stuff a bit further south and a bit more to the uh, to the west. Uh, so once I do that, I think I'll be good, and then I'll jump into some online and sort of see what that looks like now. Because no. when we were playing, it, it was beta. Yeah. Or, very very early yeah it was beta yeah it was beta for like months Um, yeah yeah Yeah. anyway that game's excellent um yeah if you haven't played it it's kind of i think it was on sale recently as well um something like that because i know rockstar's been doing uh they did the gta stuff with epic but i thought i saw red dead as well on sale at some stage so if you haven't checked it out definitely play it it was our game of the year uh and it still immensely holds up especially where there's not much going on right now um still got like another month before some big triple a games start coming out so yeah it's gonna be a bit of a wait yeah anyway yeah what next uh let's what are we gonna go with let's talk about warzone shields or warzone warzone, warzone. Sure. Let's talk about Call of Duty Warzone real quick. Get it out of the way. Uh, fucking got the sickest win. Got the sickest win, Luke. It was fucking amazing yeah. playing with Kleb and uh, LJM and Nate. And all four of us had fucking shields. We landed at TV station. We ripped it up at TV station. I think three other squads might have landed there. Because by the time we were mm-hmm. fucking leaving, Kleb had seven kills. I had four kills. Uh, um, I think the other two had one apiece, or maybe maybe like two apiece. Uh, and because another team had come in, like we'd had a bounty on us. Like it had been just a fucking nightmare. But the other thing, the other the other trick with it was that we'd managed to keep the helicopter alive at TV station, which honestly. If uh if I was coming into TV station and I saw a helicopter still on the roof, I would blow it the fuck up. I would do it. I would blow up a tele- uh, a fucking helicopter every single fucking time. Uh, I I do it just passing by. Right? Like I just don't want helicopters. I don't want people to have the option of helicopters whenever they exist. The only time I want multiple helicopters to exist on the map is when I'm trying to have four helicopters on the four towers of prison. Just to sort of flex on everyone that we stole all the fucking helicopters in the map. Uh, that's the hmm. only time. Anyway. Oh, speaking of the helicopters at prison, I set up this trap to I put C4 on the fucking on the helicopter in the middle of prison, you know, the one that spawns there. Put C4 on it. And uh, I was running around looting and I was trying to pick up a bunch of shit all at once and that registered as the double tap of the use button and exploded the fucking helicopter before I got set my trap off, which was annoying because um, someone stole 
our other helicopter, and they definitely would have gone for that helicopter if it had been available. Uh, so yeah, that was annoying. Anyway, um, so we're at we're at TV station. We got the helicopter. We got fucking I think four squad wipes between us uh, already. We go and get shields. Yeah, we go and get shields with the helicopter. We fly over to the fucking supply drop. We get some shields. All four of us have shields. And then Mm -hmm. we fly off into the center of the circle. We rip up this squad trying to come in on us. Like, it it was nothing. It was... They never had a fucking hope. They didn't even know what was going on. When I killed the last guy, he was like, Wait, what? Like, over the mic. And it was perfect. He had no idea what was happening to him. Right? Kill all of them. Uh, Nate and... uh, LJM spend the next, like, fucking, I don't know, two minutes, three minutes, like, just sniping cunts from fucking ages away. I've got, uh, I've got that MP5 with the, uh, thermal, the night vision scope. Mm. So I'm, like, fucking, I'm taking potties, just, like, breaking armor. Not really, like, not doing all that much. Just breaking armor just to break it, just to fuck with people. Anyway, we move on. Uh, the circle circle closes in. We are actually pretty central to the circle, but it closes just a little bit away from us. And uh, but we've got this building, we've got this rooftop, and Cleb disconnects. I think his game crashed. I'm not sure. That dude needs a new <laughs> computer. Uh, anyway, his game crashes. He's out. So we're down to three in squads, but I believe it's three v at best. Uh, like, I think the maths works out that it has to be 2v1v1v1. Something like that, right? I'm probably doing the maths wrong. Anyway, fucking, we know it's not, we know it's not big teams. And we just fucking, we walk out of this building with our shields up. People take a couple of potties. Doesn't fucking matter. We just shrug them off. Like, doesn't, doesn't do anything. Can't do anything to us. We fucking walk forward. We, uh, we block off, like... I don't know, maybe a full quarter of this fucking circle. We just, like, shut it down. They can't get into it. They have to, like, because they see the shields. They can't, they go to get close. Gas grenade at their fucking feet. They back off, right? So we just, we've, we've got a full quarter of this circle, but we've effectively got half of the final circle is ours because they can't come into it without getting gas grenaded or fucking thermited or stun grenaded. No, no fucking hope. And then we walk forward a little bit, a little bit further, and uh, they're like, you know, because of the amount of teams that are left and the the size of them, they just like it's just constant fights. And so uh, I climb up on top of this fucking building. We fucking kill them all, and we win. And we won. And I would put that like we didn't get a kill. We didn't get kills with the shields. Because that's not what they're there for. But we did win that game because of the shields. And it's very mm. interesting to me how easily we won that game. And it all goes down to shields. And what I like about the shields thing is that I said shields were grossly overpowered. There's a tweet. You can go look at a tweet from me. Uh, on mm-hmm. the second day that Warzone's out, I'm like, how the fuck are shields still in this game? They're grossly overpowered. And this. Like, I call this shit from day one, as I, you know, basically always do. They're disgustingly overpowered. They are ridiculous. 
And in my opinion, everyone in my squad should be rocking a fucking shield. Every single mm. person should be rocking the shield. No. But, dear listener... Here's why. Here's the problem. Luke refuses <laughs> to rock a fucking shield. And it drives me fucking yeah. bonkers. Because you guys are bad with shields. We're Every fucking time amazing you guys play, with shields. Hold, no, let me You're finish. You're bad with Every shields. Every time you guys playing with shields, it's like watching a bunch of fucking Mr. Magoos walking around that can't do anything. I, uh, I'm looking at this game now. You guys didn't have any PC players... Uh, sorry, the the last team that had a PC squad, they came eighth. They had 26 kills. The rest of them were all consoles, console players. You didn't have a full team. I'm yet to see you guys take on a team and beat them with your shields. Uh, it just doesn't happen. You have more of a chance winning a fight with a full team with your guns out and shooting at them as opposed to standing there and throwing gas grenades at them. I mean, the chances of them having, uh, being able to deal with gas grenades is easy because they don't do much damage. They can counter it with gas masks. Uh, and all they need to do is start flanking and you're fucked. Like any, any like decent team can deal with that because they're so fucking easy to get rid of. I, I've watched you guys use these shields over and over again and it gets you absolutely nowhere. The, the, like 98% of the time. And during Endgame. It just doesn't work. Because a good team will fucking annihilate you. And you've got two players in your team. That is uh, someone like Kleb. Who doesn't play a lot. It's dropping your matchmaking down. Um, it's completely different to playing me. Who is by far the best player in our team. Even by looking at rankings. I've just clicked on your name now. You have the most amount of deaths. With a shield. What? Your shield ranking... You have more deaths than any well, other of course, item. Of course I'm going to have the most, like, that because I hold the fucking shield all the time. That's, like, that's fucking crazy. I've, I've also got the most amount of shields, uh, deaths. I've but got- you should have more deaths with your, with one of your guns you're using. But you don't. You've got more deaths with your shield. What are you talking about? With your loadout, right? Yeah. You, with your loadout, you get a gun as well. I understand this concept, Yes. Right, so you're dying more times with your shield out than you are with your weapons. That's because, of course, of course, that's how it happens. How, how far, no, the only reason I die with my shield out is because I'm, Hmm. the game fails to register when I'm switching between shield and fucking gun. That's, that's a bug. You can't fucking trust anything this fucking game is telling you in those fucking, those terms. (laughs) How many times do you fucking die behind a wall and you're like, oh, well. Uh, That's because I'm playing uh, on 230 ping. No, it's not because I die behind walls as well. Fucking according to this, according to the fucking <laughs> kills, I've got the most de- uh, kills with a fucking 357 Magnum. That would I that I suppose implies that I went fucking dual snake shot whoring for fucking ages, but it is categorically untrue. I absolutely didn't. What's, you are a dual snake shot whore. That's what's going on. What is the... What's the IW8PI Mike 9? Uh, I don't know. Uh, some other pistol. Some other pistol. According to this, my most deaths come with... From, from that. Right? Anyway. After that, my second most kills come with the org... 
which is insane. And then the X16, which, I don't know, is that the fucking M4? Where's the M4 here? Because it's the first game, uh, first gun that I, hmm. like, maxed out. It's Maybe the stats weren't working back then. Oh, hmm. maybe. Maybe that's what it is. Or maybe the stats tracking in this game is fucking balked most of the time because it doesn't fucking register half the fucking shit. You know, stats didn't track at all if you quit before the helicopter flew off for first and second. Did you know that was the case for a long time? Do you know the other thing that happened was if you didn't wait for the XP to tally, it wouldn't count back in the day? Like, the amount of shit that doesn't fucking work in this, like, stat tracking situation is lunacy. So I cannot believe you're trying to use Including that as a fucking... strats. Hey? <laughs> They're bad. You, you sent me some videos of you guys pulling off some sweet, like, squad wipes with your shields, and I'll change my mind. Until then, every time I've watched you guys engage a team, it just it just falls apart. Do you know what's, do you know what's wild about you watching us engage a team? Is that you're always still alive in these situations, and it's weird that because you're I'm just fighting watching. four people. Because it'd be real and fucking helpful you guys if are just you standing shoot there with your shields being like, oh, instead, oh, there you, go. you just sit back there with your fucking. I'm usually shooting people. I'm usually nothing. downing at least yeah, two of them. It's weird how they don't like, die, hey. Apparently, the best player on our, in our squad, two of us got shields, so you're basically invincible, and yet nobody ever fucking dies when you're the only one with a gun out. It should be leading to your biggest kills ever, because we are literally just blocking incoming fire. And giving you the opportunity to murder cunts. Right, but then you guys don't push because you, you like little fucking, fucking turtles. We are that can't literally move the pushing the entire time because that's how the shield <laughs> no, strategy works. It's bad. It's walking a bad strategy. fucking forward. It's the worst. Right? It's one but of the instead, worst. In the game, just, ever. Instead of fucking shooting anyone, you're just back there going, shields don't work. Shields don't. Oh, I'm dead again. Oh, it's out of rockets. Everyone just kills us with rockets. And meanwhile, fucking me and, me and Nate have shields up. And aren't dying of rockets because the shields block the rockets. And I'm like, but you're not winning no, man. You're not winning. You're not getting kills. You're just standing there dying all the time. Why? All you're doing is no, getting further up the leaderboard close, and then not enough. being able to kill the this final is, team. This is exactly what I was saying the other day. Exactly what I was saying the other day. If we had been, if we hadn't had to stop and get you back up in the middle of an open fucking field with a rock the size of a fucking, I don't know a soccer ball as cover, if we hadn't had to do that, then we would have been close enough to throw gas and stop them, throw gas but you'd, and All right, let's then, go with that. But then I die, and then what happened? We, we, what? We got close enough. We gassed them, and then we got third party. We got third party. We got killed by a third party. Right, yeah. Like, this is ridiculous. Oh, yeah, well, and then you die to a third party. Oh, you can't take on fucking 18 cunts at once with your fucking shields. Well, I guess they're not good. You, we could I'd have already died to rockets. Don't worry guns. about it. Instead, you're not doing anything. You're not doing any damage, not getting any kills. But we you're were literally trying to get doing damage. We were literally doing damage in that it moment. It doesn't do we any damage. We were fucking moving forward. We'd had them gassed. I'm they died. You guys are just they were a full squad of four. You go look at that game. We were a squad of three. Oh, sorry. It was trios. They were full squad of three. There was a fucking... This is a solo dude. He swept in. He swept in and killed three people and us. Because he got the third party and they're all fucking gassed and stunned. Like, hmm. that dude had it easy. We had it easy if we hadn't gotten third partied. But, um, look, I will give you that shields work unbelievably poorly... 
in situations where it is a wide open field in every single direction. However, we do have wins in those situations. We've 100% got wins in those situations because we can just fucking lock it down. I've got them fucking recorded. I can show you, but you're not going you're going to write them off cuz you'll be like yeah, no, that was that was just a that was two out of a tree. Show me a full squad wipe, and I'll be like, I, yeah, but there was three other squads shooting at us the whole fucking time. Like we were blocking all that other incoming fire. You gotta, like, like I said, I've never about- seen you guys win a game, not once, with shields where it's it's been uh like a, a whole team or a proper team. It's only ever been when there's See, one person. Keep the goalposts. You keep moving the fucking goalposts. Oh yeah, it's a whole team. No, it's a proper team. Oh yeah, no, those guys. Those guys in that other game didn't count because, like, uh, you know, they, they were all console players. Uh, Klebs tanked your skill-based matchmaking. That's what it is. That's how. It that's has. how you won. That's the only way, reason why you yeah. won. Now, now we get to <laughs> the bottom of it. Oh, here we. And now that's this, what I'm saying. This, when you're playing this. with me, it doesn't work. So playing against good players and know how to deal with shields. And it doesn't work. No, it doesn't work because you won't take a fucking shield and we keep having to fucking protect your ass if you would take a shield oh, right, and I'll take, with I'll this. take a shield next game and it's not going to work. I'm telling you, we, we literally won a game like two like two games before when we didn't have shields because we were playing properly. When did, when did we win a game without shields? We were playing with uh, no loadouts. Um, you died, so maybe that's why you don't remember. But uh, I don't know what game it was. But we we just let me find it. It's not even on here for you. I don't know why. Um, oh, right. I find me. I got six kills, but uh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah, I see it. I see it. Second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. Yeah, I did three thousand two hundred damage. Ninth, tenth, you did the least amount 11th. of damage. 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th. Whoa. 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 Uh, oh, I hate to say this. I hate to say this, Luke. But the the only team that was entirely on PC in that game mm-hmm. appears to have been us. Yeah, that's fine. No, apparently it, it dashes all legitimacy of this win. It no, no, I'm saying the shield anymore. is different because it's it's harder to aim. You can't. They have snapshot aim on sh- on on the game, right? And so you can't aim at things like body parts with your on the side when you're moving around. The shield doesn't completely cover you when you're walking. It, it still moves your arms and legs. You can shoot at those parts. It's so much easier on PC to deal with a shield. When there weren't shields in this game, we were using loadouts, proper loadouts, proper loadouts, and we were playing uh, according to you, people Sorry, who you. don't count for the win because literally nobody. There was one. Well, no, other you're playing PC with player. me, so the matchmaking goes much higher than playing with like someone like Kleb, who's not played any of the game. Much higher, which is why. <laughs> uh, oof, oof! I don't even know how most of these people died, to be honest. They might have died to us. Second place had five kills as a squad, and two of them, one of them did no damage at all. The other one did zero. Ah, this did 100. Not even a single person's worth of damage. Hmm. Uh, I had more damage than the entire squad combined. Uh, I nearly had more <laughs> than, is, their, which is than the people in third. I had more than the people in fourth. Fucking hell. Also, like, I don't know about you. I don't know about your theory here. I think it might be... Uh, that might not be the case. 
my theory is that your shield strategy is crap and it doesn't work. And like ninety five percent of the time, you refuse to test this theory because I said I'll use it. I'll, I'll go with you guys and I'll run it. It's not going to get us anywhere at late game. It, like five percent of the time, we'll win games. We've got more of a chance winning end game fights with a proper loadout kit with things like uh, sniper rifles or RPGs as opposed to standing in a in a line trying to push into the circle with shields and getting picked off one by one. Except except for all the times that's worked. Except for all but the when? times I've not worked. seen it. I'm telling you, I've not because seen it when you guys play it. with me. If we've got a full squad of shields, it works. If we've got fucking one Beano with, who fucking with, refuses with to fucking take team, a shield, we're gonna work. fucking I'm telling you. we're gonna drag his ass around the fucking into the late game. It never fucking works. Those that shield setup is one hundred percent built for short range, so we had to close the distance. It's built for short range. It only works in close quarters, which is why we get dicked when the circle hard shifts away from us into the middle of a fucking field. That's the only reason the shields don't That's work. That's the game. That's how the game works. What? Hard like, sh- if you had a sniper rifle or something, you could deal with some of those people, or a, a rocket launcher, or whatever you could as a secondary weapon. Instead, you can't do anything with your shield But up. we can! Like, this is what I'm saying! Distance. You're fucking not listening. I'm saying we can do something about them. We just have to not spend all our time desperately trying to keep the rest of our fucking squad alive. If we just individually right. concentrate on ourselves, we can fucking walk our way into the circle. But you guys don't. Protected. We do! We literally did it in that game. You don't. I'm telling you, we I've not seen it. We did it in that game. We were Which game? doing it in that game and Against one person. Not I, against the team. That was against a fucking it was three dudes who were non-stop rocketing us. They had fucking they clearly had eighteen rockets between them. A full fucking they all had rocket launchers. They were shooting us non-stop. They downed you. They nearly downed Nate, right? But we still They downed me to, because I was the only one shooting at them. Because There's you were a whole team the only one without one a shield shooting. Because you were the only one without yeah. a shield. That's why they did it. Anyway, all right, I'm done with this conversation. I think you're wrong. Everyone else at home is going to think you're wrong. We will fucking The community thinks you're wrong. Otherwise, it'd be everyone would be running this thing. Pro players, whatever. They don't because it's a bad strategy. And it's not not fun gameplay either. That is also untrue. It is spectacularly fun. When we do our fucking gas stun thermite combo it's fucking hilarious it's beautiful it only works in certain situations when you're in say a hallway or something and you're able to verse someone one-on-one if you have a whole team that's shooting you in an open area or or anywhere that's not a corridor it does not work hands down it doesn't work because you can flank people you can counter them with with c4 it's ridiculously easy all you need to do is everybody is just focus on one like i've never died to fucking anyone with a shield in this game yeah, well, uh, yeah, I've got a game where I came fucking second with a shield, and I oh, had to kill fucking yeah. Well, that's because <laughs> I had to. I literally, you can. I've got. I put it up. I think I put it up. I had to fucking. I had to kill fucking eight cunts, eight people, and I used the shield to maximum efficiency. The only problem was I ran out of. I didn't have gas left because I had to kill eight fucking people, right? At some point, yeah, okay, the strategy doesn't work because you don't have infinite fucking ammo, right? That's that's not a failure of the strategy. That is a failure of essentially uh, uh, 
resource management, I suppose, or I was RNG fucked and the dude who, came, who won was literally hiding in a bush and uh, managed to wait it out long enough until he could secure the win. But otherwise, I would have fucking won that game uh, against a billion cunts, against a million fucking cunts. But regardless, yeah, you are going to win one-on-ones. I would say, I think that it, it gives you the opportunity to turn 2v1s into 2v2s because you can stall. That's what the shield brings, the ability to stall until you can even the odds. That's that's the best thing about it. But it does a whole million, a whole bunch of other things as well. Let's move on. Uh, I'm right. Wait, 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 before we move on. You. What? Um, we checked out... Uh... Uh, Battle Royale Classic oh, on, yeah. in Warzone, which is, um, I, I don't know the specifics. I think it's no no loadouts, no respawns, no um, uh, kill streaks. I think, as well, uh, off the top of my head. Yeah. No, no contracts. No kill streaks, no contracts, and yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, so you, it's like classic Battle Royale. Um, I th- think the circle speed may be a little bit different as well. I think I was reading, um, but it basically just drops you in, and it's like classic battle royale. You don't start off with any weapons, which was a bit uh, <laughs> of a shock. bit weird because oh. we we dropped on a, a spot where we normally drop, and didn't have any weapons like we normally do. And I'm like, fuck, this is bad. So we had to jump off of our our um, TV station, and then um, dro- go and find actual guns, which we we ended up doing. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it, it's it's basically like a you have to gear up like El Clasico Battle Royale. I think it's awesome. It's a lot of fun. Um, I think it's just one of their sort of like rotating playlists that they're doing. Yeah, just a limited um, time event but, type thing. Yeah, it, it basically like fixes a lot of the issues that we had with it in terms of loadouts being too um, cheap. Uh, they they put in this sort of easter egg thing where they had the bunkers you get key cards you open bunkers you get a bunch of loot in there it's kind of not there's not much of a point to that in the regular game because I, I got a i got a triple kill <laughs> i got a triple kill the other day uh we were at prison and these dudes yeah. like went in they drove their car into the bunker and they must have yeah. stayed and you can see it from on top of the castle the yeah bu- the prison uh yeah you can see the bunker you can see the entrance anyway the circle was about to go and like the, the bunker would have been like uh, outside Out, of the circle outside. finally. Like, the circle was sort of just closing near prison but sort of off to the left. And so I fired a rocket into the entrance of the, the bunker like just to splash it and it blew up the fucking car and I got a triple kill. It's fucking hilarious. They must have been fucking dirty. They like they had wasted that into- they got there. They were waiting for people I think. Well they, they got there before the um, first circle had closed. Like they were in and they'd finished with it before the first circle had closed and they were still there. I want to say four circles later, they didn't leave at all, like not once. Um, and so they didn't have like loadout drops. They didn't have any fucking perks or anything like that. They were just in there with whatever you get out of that fucking. And, uh, and they must've just waited with their car and then I fucking splash damaged them all to death. And the gulag had closed. Hmm. So it must have been five circles later. Um, they spent the entire game hold, hold up in that fucking bunker uh, for nothing. Right. And yeah, they were just camping. We've been in there a couple of times. It's just not worth it. 
I don't think the loot you get out. Yeah, but you get money, but I don't think enough. Not even close. You don't get enough money, and yeah, the loot you get isn't good enough. I think there's like two orange crates usually. Um, Yeah. Like, it's one of those things. And when you're running like a team of four or something, it's. Yeah. It's not. I don't think it's worth it. No. At this stage. Not even close. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Not compared to, yeah, just fucking chasing down a getting random a loadout. drop loadout or buying one or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I think there's some tweaks that they could make to it because I was running a uh, um, heartbeat sensor. Yeah. And that's broken <laughs> because nobody has ghosts or anything like that. And because there's, there's no... Um, kill streaks you can't get uavs and so nobody knows where you are you just run around with this heartbeat sensor yeah and just instantly like oh there's someone behind this wall pick them off there's three guys in this house we had thermal um, so that was broken out yeah and, and thermal scopes um i had i picked up a gun with a thermal scope yeah. and again because you can't hide your heat signature or anything you instantly see everyone you just so like, i think they're the two other things sweep like hilltops uh ridges yeah. ridge lines and you're like oh there's Okay, there's a squad over there. There's a squad over there. Squad over there. Don't worry about it. They're all showing up fucking bright as day. Uh, easy easy yeah. to see. Yeah. So, like, I don't know what they do with that. If it's a, a thing where they start removing individual items or, or changing, like, go like full bare sort bones. of pool. Full bare bones. Nothing, nothing above green. You can't pick up right. anything above green. <laughs> shit tier. Yeah, shit tier stuff. And uh, only grenades and flashbangs. There you go. Uh, what if they do a shields only mode? Would you love that? Would that be all you play from now on? Uh, I, I'd win it for sure. Because I was <laughs> born with a shield. Nobody else <laughs> knows how to use a shield. Uh, once, once I show you how good the shield is, you're going to think the regular fucking game is shield only mode. Motherfucker. Um, we'll see um, but yeah I really like that mode it's it's a lot of fun it's definitely a different play style yeah the reason the reason are... we ripped cunts up is because they were playing like it was uh, regular playing like they could lag back in and stuff but they were done they were out super aggressive uh, yeah. we were playing muted uh, probably a little bit I, don't, I didn't actually like it all that much because I really enjoy the fucking pace of Warzone and the pace that you play at when you know that your teammates can pile you back in, like that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, it slows the game now. It was so much slower. So much slower. And but we yet, were running around. Yeah. I mean, we spent a bit of time at TV station on that rooftop trying to work out what we were going to do next. But um, yeah, like, I, I like how fast the game was over because you couldn't buy people in. Like yeah, we yeah. looked up. We're like, uh, it's like the second it's circle. It's fucking yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. Anyway, hmm. cool. A new season is starting soon. They released a trailer right today, this morning. Um, doesn't really show much other than that. That Price looks like he's going to be a playable character. Yeah. Um, or they'll probably release him as DLC and make a fuck ton of money out of that. And um, there's still talk about weapons, some sort of like not i don't think they're saying nuclear more like um uh something a bit smaller than that so i'm wondering if it's it's they're gonna introduce this bunker 11 with some sort of 
weird targeting system where you can drop a like a mini nuke on people or something. Yeah, right. Some sort of gas gas circle on on people. That could be interesting. Change things up. But I guess we'll find out more about that one next week. Uh, next, I think it's next Wednesday or Thursday. It's dropping. So anyway, cool. Um, what else do we have here? We can talk about Monster Train. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I've been playing a bunch of Monster Train still. Um, last week, uh, I, I don't know when the last time you played it before last week was, but they patched it maybe two or three times in the like week leading up to launch week. Yep. And um, they nerfed a bunch of cards, uh, especially after we talked about it last week. Like Umbra got a big nerf in terms of one of its um, hero abilities. So before it used to be like when you killed something, it, or when you ate a morsel or something, it'd expand the floor by like one or two spaces. They changed that, so it's just a permanent thing now. It only gives you um, one space depending on what it is, or if it's like tier two, then it gets two, or if it's like plus three. So they changed that card completely, which changed it. Um, so yeah, there was a bunch of different card changes in there that I saw uh, the last couple of days, and um, they've done a disgusting. bunch with that one. Umbra's yeah, it still works ridiculously working. well. Yeah. Um, and I've been playing a spell build, which you talked about last week that you, you couldn't figure out how to get going. Um, I won a game last night and I got really close to one this morning with the same build. Um, I'm playing a purple green build and what that ends up doing is you end up with your main character being the guy that uh, either 50. does, yeah, he does like a frostbite damage. Yep. Um, or the one that I went because I was playing him a bunch, just like Frostbite damage, and, and that stuff is really cool. Then I switched him across and made him the uh, spell weakness. So he does a sweep, and he spell weaknesses people. Yep. And so I had him on my my back line, and then I had a bunch of the shark-looking dudes at the front, which we're doing every time they get hit. They do um, a sweep damage of Frostbite, and so I'd have basically like one of those guys on each, each of the bottom two floors. Yep. Um, and then on my green deck, I would have the dudes with um, the big green planty guys that every time you heal them, they get rejuvenation, they get plus uh, like spikes or they get like plus one, plus one for, for damage and heals. Yep. And so I'd have those guys in there and then I'd have um, another fish looking lady who every time you use a spell, um, she gets plus one, plus one. And so I had this like, this different sort of like tiers set up where the, the bottom row was kind of doing spell weakness, frostbite damage. And then the second row was doing frostbite damage plus um, like a, a another set of sweeping damage. And then top one was kind of like the tank so that once things got really hectic up the top, if I needed to, I, I'd, I'd be fine. Like nothing could kind of get past that level. And so what that meant I could do was with my spells, every time anything you get close to the top or even the boss, um, they'd have like 20 stacks of spell damage on them, spell weakness. And then if my boss got up there, I would drop like a healing spell and it'd do like 900 ticks of damage or or I could do like a, a fireball on it and it'd like plus, it's like six times 20 and they the thing would just melt. So I was using that as like a spell, as like a spell deck and that worked pretty well the two games that I played. I didn't win the last one because I, uh, I fucked up a little bit. I wasn't paying attention, <laughs> but... um. Uh, one of the things that kind of can dick you over with that build is the 
the sweep enemies that come in because the the um little champion hero that you got doesn't have much health like he starts off really low when you yeah. first bring him in it's like six three and he can't do much at that first couple of levels so anything anytime you get sweep you're in a bit of trouble you need to think about where you're positioning these guys but yeah i, I think spell you can definitely make a spell build i i, I didn't say i was doing you can't. i just stupid i was just saying it's significantly less efficient than uh other builds and and nowhere is this more apparent i've been playing hell rush a bunch nowhere is it more this apparent is the, than the multiplayer daily yeah. challenge is it or no is hell it rush the... is the eight person last person standing, oh yeah uh game mode um yeah yep. no more is it more nowhere is it more apparent than in, in that because whenever you've got spell heavy like um what do we have purple blue um, we had purple blue and, uh, so you're obviously encouraged to go for spells, but when you like, you've only got three and a half minutes to complete a fight and that includes doing everything pre-fight. Um, and once the All three right. and a half minutes is up, it just, it goes auto relentless pretty much. Uh, and that's how everyone, everyone died on the third map on that one. Uh, like me included, you just got fucking blitzed. Because you need, like, Relentless is, by design, a system that, like, hurts spell builds. You wind up in a situation where you aren't able, like, you can only do one round of spells, whereas spell Mm. build, like, teams are built around trying to maximize the use of your cards. It's like if if you were in it like if you wound up in a in a situation where uh you can no longer draw cards so that's basically it right you wind up in a situation where you're just not allowed to draw cards anymore um and it is a huge huge buff so bosses it, it really changes like i have one i want to fucking exactly what you're saying frost bite uh Frostbite, and yeah. spell damage build like that's exactly how i did it uh, i had a card that was um taking all the frostbite off a level and then applying doubling it on it, character yeah. and doubling it uh and yeah. it was disgusting uh yeah i was i was i had fucking on seraph i had something like fuck and he was he was cleansing himself as well so he was doing like he was getting rid of half his fucking half the frostbite every time but it didn't fucking matter he had like fucking 500 uh on it by the time yeah, i didn't kill him before unfortunately unlike with umbra where i can kill him before he even fucking enters the bottom level uh it, but yeah he was like taking f- 500 frostbite damage every fucking turn uh at the mm. start of the fucking round he li- lasted literally one turn um yeah like i'm not saying that you can't do spell i'm just saying it's so much less efficient than doing anything else um because of the way the game is because of relentless essentially you know yeah um the hell rush mode have you played it at all i haven't checked it out yet no it's pretty interesting but it, it like i feel like the time pressure uh like it's too much there's three and a half minutes it doesn't allow you i lost a i lost a game that i was 100 percent going to win because my wife walked in and uh, it took me 20 seconds to tell her to go away because I was trying to fucking win some shit. 
and 20 seconds was enough for me to like completely fucking botch that run uh which uh when i would have i definitely would have won it i just couldn't get the morsels out to get my fucking overgorger buffed up enough to to do the damage and so the like the boss left with like fuck all health but i'd already taken a lot of damage prior to that Mm. on my pyre uh yeah the time pressure is is heinous in that one yeah, it it doesn't seem very um, beginner friendly. Um, oh, no. Maybe there should be two modes. There should be like a rush, yeah. <laughs> and then hell rush is the uh, the harder yeah. one. Like have people be able to take their time and sort of play it at their own pace. I still, against other I people. still think my challenge idea would be fucking great. Have uh, it essentially be hell rush, right? Hmm. Uh, but there's no time limit at all uh it just it creates a scenario creates a a game that everyone plays the same because that's hell rush plays the same as as a challenge where everyone's playing with the same deck and the same like they'll get the same options and and all of that um but you've got 24 hours to complete it and then you've got 24 hours after that to try and beat that score uh and you can play it as many times as you want in that 24 hours uh and yeah like see what you come up with at the end i think that'd be very interesting yeah i'd love to see it anyway multiple people two people messaged me to tell me that my bread analogy was dumb so uh okay uh i'm not gonna okay. do food analogies no more anymore no more yeah but i could smell bread someone was baking bread it wasn't my wife um but someone oh. in my apartment building was baking bread and i could smell it and At i think it was like fucking yeah in my brain it triggered you uh, it did, but uh, normally my food analogies are pretty good. So fuck off, uh, unnamed people. Yeah. Um, it seems to be doing pretty well. Like, yeah, it's, I was checking the other day. I, I was watching some streams, and there was a, a, you know a few thousand people watching, and um, yeah, I don't know. I think it could do better though. <laughs> this game, like, I think the word I haven't seen a lot of reviews for it. Yeah, a lot of the big mainstream sites. I don't know. I just feel like it's, it's a really good game that is not getting the attention it sort of deserves right now. Yeah, uh, it's got it's overwhelmingly positive on uh, on Steam. Um, I used Parsec to watch Nate play around, uh, play a game, and I just sort of talked him through some of the like stuff. He only had uh red and green he was like pretty close to unlocking umbra um hmm. but he only had red and green so uh yeah he, i was talking through some of the like he he'd go to do something i'd be like okay but if you were to, if you instead of playing that card there like one one example is uh he could he was going to play a, a card uh, he's going to play one of those like do two damage cards, uh, like just a yeah. regular little fucking fireball, like fireball. Fire but thing. it did five. It was doing five damage because uh, he had like um, plus magic three, power magic. plus yeah. three or something. Um, yeah. That was his first relic. Uh, <laughs> it actually wound up being <laughs> not not terrible, mostly because he he got those uh, heal five Good for heals and and deal five do damage yeah yeah the green one uh and that that was a, that was a good fucking room clear um 
But um, yeah, he uh, he was like he was just gonna dump five damage on the boss uh, when it was coming into the third, and I'm like, hold up, if you dump that five damage on your imp, you can play uh, another you know, like your your last unit there, and that should be enough to actually wipe out. He was just gonna play it and then cop. I think he was gonna cop one round of pyre damage, like, and th then you won't take any pyre damage at all. And it was like just little things like that where I think as as someone who doesn't play a lot of card games and doesn't really like think in those terms, um, he didn't realize that that was something that he could do. And like it was really interesting seeing him do that. And then he got he unlocked Umbra that turn uh, with like when he finished that battle, uh, that run, he unlocked Umbra, and uh, he apparently. <laughs> He won his first run with it. <laughs> he got overgorge yeah. early and won, won it immediately. And uh, yeah, yeah. If you get that early, it's just like, like I hate playing Umber and being like, "Where the fuck is this card? Like, where, yeah. where is it? <laughs> What's going on?" Yeah, yeah. It's goofy oh. in uh, in Hell Rush. Or when you play, you play um, uh, like a red deck, and you get those ones that are like. It costs like ten mana to put down. They've got like one hundred and fifty yep. damage and two hundred health, but you got no imps because <laughs> yeah. you need imps to play those things. And yeah. you're like, "Fuck, where am I?" Uh, and you're like, "Well, you're waiting for like conserve on the artifact so you can yeah. keep your mana between each turn." That's like the only time I never get those cards is when I've got that stupid fucking like those really beefy cards that you can't use unless you've yeah. got those two things. And you're like, "Oh well, all right, fair enough. That's what we do." I had a good run with red, red, black. Uh, like red main, I was trying to trying to stop the rage. from just using Umbra all the time. Well, uh, I had that imp. Uh, no, I had that card. I didn't have any imps. I had that card that uh, like creates two imps. And oh I, yeah, yeah. I don't know what was going on, but every time I played that card, it would create one of those imps that would bring back one consumed card. And I only had yeah. one consumed card. It was the one that made the fucking imps. Uh, so it would bring back <laughs> so just imps, and I'd play it again, and then I'd bring it back. I'm like, this is going good, <laughs> except for the part where they only do like one damage. Well, yeah, that that wasn't helpful, but I was like, I was filling up my board a bit. Um, no, the real problem was I I must have used that like fucking I don't know four fights in a row, and then I played it, and I didn't get that imp. And I didn't know what the fuck to do. I'm like, well, I don't fucking know. This fucking, this piece of shit fucking deck. God damn it. <laughs> Throw it out. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, and I, yeah. Yeah, I lost on the spot. Uh, I get, the only thing I've kind of been disappointed in is the like end game aspect of it. Once you get all the cards and then it's like, all right, you can keep playing on a harder difficulty. And what that does is it, it kind of gives you dodgy cards that you can't use yeah like unpurgeable cards um to sort of fill blank spaces in your like dead weight into your your deck uh and yeah. you don't really get anything for winning other than gold frames for your existing cards and yeah. that's just kind of like a yeah like i don't really care about that there's not um, like I it thought doesn't it was going to give me more powerful cards stuff. i was hoping for like some narrative you know that's what slay sure. the spy does when you when you beat it all on on every like with every unit, uh, right. you have the capacity to like 
uncover more of the narrative and all that kind of stuff. But I haven't seen anything like that. Anything even hinting no. towards that in uh in Monster Train. Um I still stand by my my point that I I don't think like Overgorge is broken. It's flat out broken. Um but yeah, I just I, I think twenty five tiers of fucking ascension is too many. Uh, to do yeah for the difficulty scale yeah it's I need I need to jump up five at a fucking time because I'm not seeing any like jump me up five and then if I lose drop me back right like do it that way I don't give a fuck but just I don't want to that's five more runs where I know the fucking outcome like that's not it's not fun you know and I'm not the only person who's complained about that either like i've seen a number of people complain uh i did see one dude on uh i was reading uh reddit and one dude was saying is uh, there a reddit like community yeah, or something yeah, i couldn't find a, any there's a small one um i think it's r slash monster train um yeah there was a guy and he was saying that um i oh, is is unstoppable all the way up to 23 and he doesn't know if it's con- it continues to be unstoppable because he stopped playing it because he he literally bored himself out of playing the game, um, hmm. so he had to go had to go play something else basically, <laughs> um, yeah like yeah they got to do something about that one hundred percent. There's a yeah, patch anyway. that dropped. Oh yeah, this is the patch I saw today. Yeah. All right. What's it do? Yep. Nothing. Just bug fixes, basically. Right. Um, yeah, no, no card nerfs or anything that I can see. Yeah, no buffs. All right, yeah, Monster Train. It's Monster out now. Train. Check it out. Cool. Um, what else do we have here? We want to talk about Terraria. Be yours. Let's yeah. do Terraria pretty quick. I'm still playing Terraria. It's you know it's uh, uh I spoke about it last week. It's it's a good game. I think it works really well. Um, I think the change to the journey uh fantastic uh, i think i said it last week but i cannot imagine playing this game without fucking the ability to just replicate uh items on the fly i would go fucking bananas um i i've been creating like better and better swords i think i'm up to pretty close to the end game and um I, i'm feeling like i'm kind of done with it um my big problem is i i'm in a situation now where like it it feels like there's a significant amount of RNG involved in like, and, and the more I read about what I'm supposed to do next, like I do not understand how people did shit in this game. I have no fucking idea, right? Like I killed, I think I, I killed the third mechanical boss, which was a fucking dick punch and a half, right? All three of them were the amount of times I like, I, I distinctly recall telling my brother that I was having too much trouble with fucking Terraria and I didn't understand how the fuck to do anything. And I thought I was playing on easy mode and I don't understand how the fuck this game works. Right? I was just getting fucking gangbanged to death by fucking slimes, like over and over, these little fucking blob cunts. Like, there's just too many of them. It just didn't make any sense to me. And he comes in and seemed like this it was just the seed that i was on had a fuck ton of slimes on it or maybe i was during that fucking slime rain or whatever fuck i don't know it was just a 
I just got unlucky because there weren't anywhere near as many slimes and we put together a house and everything seemed to be working out okay. And uh, I, I got into like the swing of the game and I managed to like, I had some weapons and things were starting to make sense to me and uh, all that sort of stuff. And yeah, like Terraria was sort of just clicking, right? And then uh, I killed this wall of flesh thing. Uh, which triggers hard mode, right? Uh, where everything's a lot harder. And they aren't fucking kidding. Everything is so much harder. And I shouldn't have just fucking triggered hard mode, basically. But I did by accident. I was just... There's like multiple levels. The way Terraria works is the 2D sort of Minecraft sort of game. You dig down, you build stuff. You take, like, you get ores. And you turn those ores into armor and all that kind of shit. You've got these biomes as well. You've got like multiple biomes. If you where you start is usually a forest biome. You go left and there's like a desert, right? And there's a jungle and then maybe snow and a beach and all this kind of shit. Uh, and there's a there's this corruption biome uh, where everything's kind of gross and made of flesh. And uh, you go through there. You can fight a boss by like breaking these things. I don't know how you'd work it out, how you'd work out that you did that, right? I don't know how, like, I, I, I knew how to do it or to do it because I looked, I was reading a guide. Oh, no, I knew to do that because I had my brother who knew what to do, right? Telling me what to do, right? But after he left and after I killed this wall of flesh, which I did, we fought it by accident because... Uh, we dug all the way down and there's like this hell area, the underworld or whatever they call it. And it's hmm. like lava fucking everywhere and people keep dying. Um, oh, I, was, I was saying last week uh, that they had this luck mechanic. Um, yeah, they yeah, patched yeah. it out they, they that removed morning. It. They they removed bad luck that morning that we were talking yeah. about. Yeah, and we were talking about it last mm. week. They just put a patch out like while we were podcasting because they were listening. Of course. Somehow. Yeah. Uh, and they knew. Uh, but, uh, so we got to the, like, we, we were down there. He was still dying all the fucking time, uh, to lava. They're just not having a good time with lava. And, um, like, essentially there's, there's these demons and you, you kill them and they drop this voodoo doll and the voodoo doll, when it's burned, summons the, the, final boss of the game the wall of flesh which triggers hard mode when you beat it anyway i killed one of them while it was flying across a pit of lava and the fucking thing fell into the lava and it burned and triggered it and we just had to fucking do it we just had to fucking deal with it um it was not easy it was very difficult but we had luckily like because of journey mode we had the resources required to get it done and then uh, he bailed after that, and I was playing on my own. And if I hadn't looked it up, right, to, to like, in hard mode, everything does way more damage and takes way more damage. Like, all the monsters are just, like, three times the fucking health and damage pool. Like, crazy shit. Uh, so you go from like, okay, I've got a handle on this game to holy shit, I am getting fucking walloped. Like the final boss of the game was easier than some of these fucking regular cunts. And uh, and so I, 
I didn't know what I was supposed to do. I had to go look it up. And you need this item that you pick up off the fucking final boss uh, called a pone hammer. And you use that to break these altars. How the fuck would you, like, how would you know to do that if you didn't mm. know to do that? When you break those altars, it's it creates... Uh, the first of the upgrade ores that you can use to beat the fuck out of things. Like, so then, so you, you got to use a specific hammer to break a specific thing in the world to then go hunt down some stuff. It's, I, I just, like, it feels almost deliberately obtuse. Uh, I just don't understand how you would know how to do that stuff. And that trend of, like, I'm so glad I've got a fucking... I've got my second screen here with 700 fucking tabs on it, all of them to Terraria wiki, telling me how to fucking do shit. Because if I didn't have that, I wouldn't know what the fuck I was doing. I'd Like, it would be me in a fucking dirt hut, like, occasionally venturing out to, like, try... like. It's not even like a... I don't know. There are items that you can only build if you've got a certain combination of things next to one another. Right? Like you need... uh, You need like a specific anvil and a crafting bench and this hellforge. And you only make the hellforge by... Oh, you'd steal a hellforge from hell, but... You turn the Hellforge into an Adamantium Orge by fucking, uh, like, combining it in this specific, like, while under this fucking waxing moon and all this kind of shit. Like, there's this this corruption shit, the flesh stuff, rapidly starts to take over the entire world. And you could stop it if you get this Clentimator thing that you can only get from this chick who shows up after the hard mode has begun and... But you have to talk to her while she's in a forest and she can't be in a house at the time otherwise. And all this kind of shit. And you're like, how the fuck? How the fuck would I naturally work any of this out? Because you don't work. Like, it's not like it comes. It's not like you talk to them and they're like, wow, if I was in a forest, I could sell you some green shit. Or like you talk to someone else and they're like, wow, you can make a fucking adamantium forge if you had these three obscure fucking things. Right? And, like, I just don't... Like, that stuff... Mm. The experience of playing the game and the experience of, like, digging deep and, like, fucking spelunking and all that kind of shit, like, adventuring, is fantastic. I just... I just don't understand how you do any of the crafting in that game. Yeah. Like, without... Without resources. Look... Look... Yeah, like, yeah, without a fucking wiki. Like, I'm just... It, it, that's how Minecraft does it as well now, right? It's kind of just a... You do something and it builds it and then you know how to do that now. Yeah. Uh, but at least with Minecraft, it felt like there was some logic to it. Maybe I just got in on the ground floor with Minecraft and so I, I got it initially. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's what it is. Maybe... I'm coming into it too late and so, and yeah. progressing through it so rapidly that it becomes overwhelming. But I f- feel like that isn't it, eh? Uh, yeah. I think it'd be more interesting to have like a um, 
there, there's two ways I, I think of that other games have done it, like your um, The Forest or uh, Green Hell um, did it similarly, where they give you a book and it's like, here is the things you can build and here are the things you need to build that. So it gives you the blueprints of like what you can build, right? Yeah. Um, and then there's other games like, I think it's the Raft that did it where you kind of level up and you build something and then it kind of unlocks like another tier of stuff you can build and then you start learning that way. I think that's a more interesting way of doing it of like your character getting more knowledge or finding something and then figuring out that they can build. Yeah, the sub, like showing uh, you. subnautical way where you like you to go scan yeah. stuff in the game world. And if you scan like a, I don't know, fucking sea part, if you scan three of those, then suddenly- Yeah, it tells you what you can do. This, yeah, you need what you need yeah. and stuff to build it. Yeah. That like some sense. sort of learning mechanic or, or getting the materials and them being like, this is what you can build with them as opposed to being like, all right, I've got these two things. What the fuck do I do? All right, I've got to go look on a Wikipedia page. Yeah. Or just like randomly put things together and see if it does something. And like, um, if you weren't in journey mode- randomly putting shit together to see what happens would be a fucking nightmare in journey mode you just like you farm fucking mithril ore or adamantium until you get a hundred of it and then you've got that's it you never need to fucking farm that you never need to mine that shit again but if you aren't you have to do that shit like anytime you you're like oh precious precious one bit of ore finally i can finally do Hmm. this and then you fucking throw it away on some fucking shit you don't need you're like oh my god yeah you'd feel like a real dummy anyway um yeah that's uh terraria i think i'm done with it to be honest uh i just don't have uh like yeah i feel like i'm in the end game and i don't really care to like it feels like all that's left now is combat and i don't really love the combat in the game um I, I like it for the adventuring stuff and when the combat sort of facilitates exciting adventuring, like those moments when, you know, like uh, I bust my way into a fucking bee swarm or some shit and there's like seven billion fucking hornets coming at me. I'm like, all right, that's, that's pretty cool. Like um, the panic and stuff. But when it's like, mm-hmm. okay, now I will walk over here and fight this boss. It's like, uh, nah, I could, nice uh what else we got wild fire no let's do war remains first uh okay. it's very short uh war remains dan carlin presents uh a an immersive memory is a vr experience um narrated by dan carlin and uh if i'm being honest i don't think it's worth it to be honest, uh, I'm, I'm pretty disappointed in it. It's like for 15 bucks or some shit. Uh, yeah. And it took me 14 minutes to complete. Wow. Yes. Yep. Uh, that is... Uh, uh, 750. Yeah. 750. Uh, so it's... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Two minutes a buck, basically. And uh, it's... It's Dan Carlin... If, if you don't know, he does Hardcore History, which is a very good podcast uh, that goes through, I guess, uh, violent, turbulent times in, in history 
And uh, mm-hmm. he does a significant amount of research and he does these super long fucking podcasts. And um, yeah, like some of them are spectacular. Uh, Blueprint for Armageddon is amazing. And there's a lot, I think, quite similar about about Blueprint for Armageddon in this, in this uh, I don't know, experience. Um my favorite is uh, I think it's Wrath of the Khans, uh, which is like fucking eighteen hours going into the I don't know how grand the fucking uh, Genghis Khan, Genghis Khan fucking emperor, empire was. It's amazing that that fucking right. podcast is spectacular. It's definitely worth a listen. Anyway, it's, uh, Dan Carlin uh, in this narrates through. Um, a VR experience about the first world war. And yeah, it's 14 minutes long and he does the usual Dan Carlin thing of using firsthand accounts, uh, like written by people, uh, to their loved ones back home from the war, uh, to, to create, like he narrates via, by way of those firsthand accounts uh and creates you know a really good mental picture and i guess in vr the idea is that it it amplifies um that uh i guess immersion but um the problem i have is well obviously it's extremely short uh which is not what i'm (laughs) used to from a dan carlin joint uh, even even his like he does like these short versions of hardcore history and even those are fucking the gap long you know like hmm. but this is yeah 14 minutes uh it, it's it's a very shallow look it doesn't really go into a lot of depth uh, i think i get the feeling like this was created to be part of some sort of art installation somewhere uh and they've sold it to i don't know recoup some uh production costs or something i'm I'm not 100 percent sure but yeah it doesn't really um like it feels like something that if you're at if you're at a museum you would chuck the headset on and experience this and you'd be like cool and then you'd go on to the rest of the museum and you'd be like fair enough but if you had to yeah fucking pay for this one thing you'd be like all right well i wonder how i can get my money back um yeah yeah, so they, then, yeah, the, the, there's not a lot, like, there's no interactivity. There are these vignettes where you sort of stand there and things happen and you watch as Dan Carlin uh, narrates, which I feel doesn't really uh, utilize the, the medium very well. You know, the, the complete lack of interactivity is sort of leads to a situation where you just sort of stand there and wait while you're talked at. And I don't feel like that's a very good use of, yeah, the, the, the VR format considering what is possible. And so, yeah, we wind up in a situation where I just don't think it's worth it. I think it's, you know, uh, always good to be reminded of how horrible, uh, that, like war in general can be um it's it's a Mm -hmm. good thing to be reminded of because otherwise it can be trivialized by a lot of a lot of the media that we uh consume but 
yeah, I just don't think this was the best way to go about it. Right. So, so other than his involvement in the narration, is it, do you know if it goes any further than that, or like, did he have any input in the development or the script, or they uh, kind of just got I him believe, to read I lines? I believe he wrote this the script. I believe right. he he did all that himself, and the rest of it was created like around what he he'd done. But I don't sure. have a lot of information. I just I, that's what I'm picking up based on the credits at the end. Um, and the the format of it, but yeah. Anyway, I wouldn't right. get it if I were <laughs> okay. you. Yeah, yeah. Paul Wrighty, what else we got? Uh, let's do wildfire now, shall we? Yeah. Uh, disclaimer up front: uh, Dan Hines is a personal friend uh uh, he's been on this podcast uh i've worked for him he's worked for me uh so just up front i want to be clear um that yeah obviously there's there's some personal biases involved here uh that said i also backed the game (laughs) backed it on kickstarter right uh yeah um yeah, so uh, Wildfire is a game that was created by Dan Hines and his, his team at Sneaky Bastards. Uh, and uh, it is a 2D... Uh, how do you describe it? 2D stealth up I suppose. Uh, yeah. 2D stealth puzzle game um, where you play a fire-wielding... Uh, sneaky person trying to uh save some villages uh and uh yeah it's um and you occasionally play as a bobcat i guess i don't know why it's a bobcat any ideas no 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 idea (laughs) i'm not sure i think dan likes cats and he wanted it right. to be a cat of a reasonable size, and I think Bobcat oh. fit that. Anyway, fair enough. Um, I've played it for I don't know an hour so far, an hour and a half, an yep. hour and a half. Um, I like it. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I mean, yeah, I uh, I think I went in expecting something slightly different uh, initially, but uh, quickly adjusted to to what it actually was uh and i think it plays out really well i think the uh so it is it is a or feels very much like a puzzle platformer to me more than a um stealth game uh i think stealth serves the puzzle platforming as opposed to the puzzle platforming serving the stealth or like in a stealth game like if i think about stealth games i think about thief and stuff the stealth is the uh, end goal. End goal. You know, it, the game is designed around encouraging you to utilize stealth. Whereas uh, in this, it feels like the stealth is there to facilitate your ability to to solve the puzzle that each level presents you. You know, um, so yeah, you are. Uh, I don't. I, you go in. You are. Uh, learn the ropes i think it's i think it may be a little bit slow in terms of how it teaches you 
Uh, I could uh, I could uh, use that. Had that a bit like bit faster, bit sped, sped up. I didn't need to uh, learn quite as slow as I did. But um, yeah, other than that, like once you're in, you, you just sort of solve these these single screen puzzles. Uh, not single screen, like these single level puzzles uh, that involve yeah. you getting from one end to the exit uh, by sneaking past using fire to distract uh i haven't really burned people or well, not successfully uh i don't know if i uh if i'm using it wrong maybe i did need more fucking teaching um but i don't use it like i haven't used it to burn people i do get like spirit points at the end of every level for not killing people uh mm-hmm. and i'm like well uh i probably couldn't have killed them if i tried though i think the only way i've ever killed someone is by scaring them into falling off, off a ledge cliff. yeah yeah um but even then i don't usually do that um i'm not going for a pacifism run or anything i'm just it just doesn't usually yeah work for what i'm trying to do and then uh yeah just get through the level and carry on um yeah i don't think i'm too far into the game yet uh i've only unlocked a, a little bit of stuff uh, mm-hmm. but yeah i'm having fun um it's a very like i think because of the format of the you know the level the way the level works um i feel like it's each one feels quite self-contained so i can play through a level solve the puzzle of a level and then sort of go on and do other things and that takes yeah. maybe 15 minutes you know which is good uh and yeah uh i'm enjoying it i mean i think he's done a really fucking good job uh like the the whole thing is sneaky boss is it's done a spectacular job uh it takes him i think the only thing that took me like getting used to was the way uh the character jumps mm-hmm. i feel like there's, there's a weird momentum to how they jump like they seem to arc a bit more than I expect. Yeah. Uh, and so that took some getting used to because I would jump and then I wouldn't really jump as much as I wanted to. And I'd be like, okay, fair enough. Uh, but yeah. Uh, once I got used to that, it was pretty much easy to play. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like, I haven't really played enough of it yet. Uh I'm stoked that he got it out. I'm stoked that it's finally out. I know it's been a long road for him um, to get to to this point. Um, mm-hmm. And I think he's done a really good job. Uh, I hope he I hope he feels like he's accomplished his goals. Um, yeah, I hope this is what he, like, this is the vision he set out to create. So I know that often that changes for a lot of people as they create uh, anything, in, like anything at all. So, uh, yeah, hopefully this is what he wanted. He always wanted to make. But, uh, yeah, I think it works really well. Uh, I'm excited to keep playing it. Uh, it's definitely the sort of game that I will, I just jump in for a little bit and then jump out of. I think it works. Uh, the only, like, it doesn't alt-tab spectacularly. So it's not something that I've got up all the time. I have, sure. I kill it and then go back in. Um. That's probably a good thing as well. I don't know. It doesn't skew my time played. But yeah, uh, it's cool. Uh, 
You've played it. You you backed it on Kickstarter, right? Have you played it since it hit launch? Um, no, I, I jumped in. Um, I've played it a couple of times over the years. Um, yeah, I, I've played it on different formats. I feel like I, I think he had it on like a, a some sort of tablet device at one stage and was um, like a Surface and was sort of using um, like a controller as well. Right. Um, so I've played it on a controller. Um, I've played it during its beta and alpha. Um, but I think it. When did it go live? Yeah, yesterday or the day before. Um, Tuesday. I have not jumped in since it's fully released. I've played. My Steam says I've played about ninety minutes at the moment. Um, yeah, re- really impressive. It's his. It's his first video game. He's made the whole thing in. I want to say Unity or Game Maker. Game Maker. I'm not sure. I think it's Game Maker. Yep. Um, and uh, just like the the path of him learning like all of this stuff yeah <laughs> it's been really interesting to watch so yeah it looks it looks like he's got a lot of um support there's developers that have been giving him shout outs that i've seen um uh you know he's got a lot of influence from games like um mark of the ninja um uh you know fire propagation from far cry is obviously a, another big thing there yeah like thief um so he's very big into stealth games so if it's that sort of like up your alley um then yeah definitely check that out i don't know how much it is i'm just trying to check 21 australian dollars i think right yeah 15 us um so yeah you can check that out i i couldn't find it on my store page for some reason i don't know not under new new releases i don't know if that's because i've got it already um but anyway yeah wildfire one word uh you can find on steam and i think probably on the humble bundle website right because it's being published by them yeah yep um on and i think it's on gog as well yeah it's on humble bundle as well anyway we'll probably talk about that more as uh, we start playing through it a bit. Um, there's co-op as well. If you want to play with someone else, I haven't checked that out. So don't know how that works on... Um, what's that service you were talking about? Parsec. Been... Parsec. Does that work? Maybe. Maybe. Can you remote play together? Maybe. I haven't tried. Cool too. I don't know. Anyway. Cool. Cool. Which one next, Minecraft or Man Eater? Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt versus the Reverend. Okay. Well, we're talking. Sort of. I don't know. I think it sort of fits. Um, Okay. We were checking out things to do on Sunday nights, me and my wife. Um, And on Netflix, I I guess you have to be a fan of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Um, But yeah, this is sort of a movie sort of uh a choose your own adventure pick your own Um, path do you know i think i've mentioned this before you can't use the term choose your own adventure like the the people who own the choose your own adventure copyright are like Hmm. crazy litigious uh and would sue the fuck out of people who use that phrase anyway um so anyway um 
this is uh yeah pick your own path sort of like bandersnatch uh where yeah you it gives you an option and then you pick and you've got to go through the the entire thing to try to get to a point where uh so the the basic story is kimmy schmidt is getting married uh she's getting married to a prince played by um daniel radcliffe and uh you've got a basically there's there's this thing that happens early on and you've got to work out how the reverend has trapped some other girls and you've got to solve that puzzle uh and then you've got uh, Jacqueline, played by um, Jane Krakowski. I don't know, fucking Jenna from Thirty Rock. Um, she's mm-hmm. a, she's Titus's agent, so you got to get you got to solve her puzzle. She has a puzzle that she has to solve, and then you've got uh, Titus, played by Titus, uh, whatever the fuck his last name is. Um, he is an actor in a marcus mark movie uh and uh he has to get make sure he actually gets in and and does does his movie role because otherwise his career will be over so you got to solve those three things and daniel radcliffe has to learn the fucking meaning of being a normal human being and it's chock full of like kimmy schmidt style jokes uh so if you're not a fan of kimmy schmidt then you're not going to enjoy this. But otherwise, it's pretty fucking well done. Um, there's a bunch of meta jokes. Um, they play with the format. They use the the concept of um, the choose-your-own-adventure type thing to, to fucking around with you a little bit. Like, uh, there's one part where y- you, can, you can make a decision. Pretty much the first decision you make... Uh, if you choose the wrong thing, can fuck you. Hmm. But you won't know until about an hour, like for an hour. And uh, instead of making you go all the way back to the, the start, it gives you a game over screen and then gives you the option to rectify it. Uh, and yeah, all of, like all of the game over screens are like um, characters from the show being all like, uh, that's not how it sh- it's supposed to go out. Like, you should probably do something different and all that kind of stuff. And it rewinds just a little bit. Uh, it's it's quite well done. Like, I think they do a good job. Like I said, you have to like Kimmy Schmidt if you're going to enjoy this. But if you do enjoy that series, then I think you'll get a lot out of this. It's, I think it's pretty well done. It's very... I was explaining this to my wife. It's very much the... You know, it's not like telling lies or something like you're not gonna wind up somewhere dramatically different you will always sure it's more like a you know david cage style situation except without the pretense of changing video games forever um you start off at point a and you're always gonna wind up at point z um but the the like whether it's z1 z2 z3 z4 is up for you know up for grabs i guess um up for like up to dispute so the first we played through it twice actually because we played through it once and uh at the end they're like uh yeah that you know that's that's good that's that is a nice ending but it could definitely be better because these two people could have had happier endings couldn't they 
And so we went back hmm. in and it actually like goes through and like truncates a lot of the scenes as well. Like it doesn't show you as much. So the second playthrough is a lot quicker and yeah. Anyway, uh, we didn't technically succeed win because we chose something really early on that uh, was like just slightly worse uh but otherwise we succeed we know how we would have won and i don't think it would have played out any differently like it was literally just a choice and it would only be reflected in like the final scene so yeah anyway uh it's pretty cool check it out how long how long does it go for fucking we must have played for like three hours i think oh, okay yeah i like a pretty long uh yeah but we played through it twice so i'd say probably uh, two hours for the first playthrough and then one for the second playthrough right yeah. is it pretty similar in terms of its ex like how it executes the choices the same as sort of like bandersnatch uh how do you mean um bandersnatch had like like a like the black bar on the bottom of the yeah. screen it would have and sort of like linger while you you're making a decision is it pretty much yes. the same but they play with that concept as well like they'll they'll there's one bit where uh where Jacqueline like has to choose between like using physical violence or uh mental torture but the entire time yep. like she says her bit and then just like stares with crazy eyes for the entire fucking choosing period which is like fucking 15 seconds which heightens the comedy because she looks like a fucking lunatic um yeah, yeah right <laughs> no it's good if you like Kimmy Schmidt yeah definitely worth a watch cool cool alright All right. should we do Minecraft Dungeons uh no let's do let's do Man Eater first let's do Man Eater you want to end first. on a a real big low <laughs> <laughs> we can do we can do Man um we can do Minecraft Dungeons first if you want. Yeah, okay, let's do that because I feel like it's going to be short. Maybe we might actually go longer than the game itself. We'll see. Uh, this podcast will for sure. Oh, yeah. um, so Minecraft Dungeons is now out. It's available on um, Game Pass if you want to play it through Game Pass, which is probably the only way I'd recommend to play it if you want to play it at all because uh, it's a bad game. It's um the, the one thing that is kind of shocking to me is that it's a... I think it's maybe a nine, uh, sorry, a seventy-three on Open Critic, which is, I think, ridiculously high. Um, yes, yeah, seventy-three at the moment. That's nuts. It's insane. Uh, it's it's a dungeon crawler game, um, inspired by stuff like Diablo, but with a Minecraft skin. Um, and it doesn't really do anything Minecraft related, like absolutely nothing other than its aesthetic like the way it looks and they do a good job of that like looks pretty well for looks like a minecraft uh <laughs> game but yeah. otherwise it literally could have been any other game that they slapped on here and they were just like looking through their ips and was like well minecraft's pretty pretty big right we can make a lot of money off that yeah um let's put minecraft on there and so that makes me think a that this is this feels like a scam to me, for the most part, because um, they're charging fifteen bucks, which is uh, quite high for the amount of time it takes to play through it. I finished it in about 15? must have been just over three hours. 
for the whole playthrough. Um, the main campaign. You can obviously keep playing, go back and redo levels and there's hidden levels and stuff like that. But for the main core part of the game from start to finish was about three hours for me. Um, uh, for the, the, the core loop of the game is you start off with a character, you pick up um, a weapon, you get armor, you get a secondary weapon, which is generally like a some sort of bow and arrow, and then you've got artifacts as well, which allow you to call, uh, cast spells and do other things like that. And as you're killing enemies, finding chests, you're able to get better better gear and uh, gems, which you can use by random gear, and you progress through each level as you get stronger and stronger. And that's pretty much the entire loop. It doesn't do anything different that we've seen before. It's extremely shallow in terms of what it gives you to do. Uh, very basic, um, repetitive enemies, like constantly you're getting the same enemies over and over again. Repetitive bosses, the amount of times you fight one of those like rock golems. Sometimes it throws them to you three times in a row. Like towards the end of the game, you just... I fought seven in yeah. a row. Like dead set <laughs> like, legit, I fought fucking seven of them in a row. I'm like, are you fucking kidding? And the holy <laughs> shit, man! I didn't have any fucking arrows left either. Like, yeah, I don't think, arrows is the one easy way to deal with them. Yeah, it's super easy. And I had, I, I fucking, I spent all but four on the first one I came across, and then I came across another. I'm like, all right, uh, like hmm. they're not difficult. They're not difficult to deal with. They're just tedious. Like, they're and they're finicky. Like, yeah. you got to, like, if you're dealing with melee, you've got to fucking walk away from them until they do their fucking... They bend over and, and put mines all over the fucking place. And then you hit them a couple of times, and you can fuck off, right? If you're dealing with fucking bow and arrow, you just fucking... You summon your Pim. fucking llama yeah. or your wolf, and you let it fucking wallop into that while you shoot it with fucking arrows, and Bob's your uncle. You move on. Yeah. Um, yeah. and on top of that it's I found it really finicky sometimes you try and click on the actual enemy mm. and because he's so big like sometimes his hitbox is like no no uh, you want to move behind him oh okay and you're like no no yeah. I'm trying to hit him yeah. like let me and you guys like walking around I'm like no just hit the fucking dude and it takes like two goes for you to start swinging that, that was frustrating um, so yeah bosses all over the place are super repetitive the tile sets are repetitive like it, it does a trick sometimes, and I saw it when I replayed one of the levels. It has the same tile set. It just spins it around. It, like, yep. it yep. just rotates it. So it, it, you can be like, oh, I've been in this room before. Like, it looks exactly the same. And I've seen it in this, like, in a different level or whatever. Um, the navigating is is buggy. Uh, I died a couple of times, and I couldn't figure out why I was dying. I thought the game was bugged. Like I would stop moving in the direction I was only like I was supposed to be moving. It felt like my game just wouldn't let me walk anywhere other than in a specific direction. Um and I, I did some research to try and figure out what was going on. I couldn't find any. The only thing that I read or saw a video of that people were complaining about was that sometimes you can click on elevated um like uh it's like a 3D isometric game, but yep. around you sometimes there's elevations to where you are and it could be like part of the background. And if you click on some of the background, then it thinks your character is going to go there. And so he start, starts walking to that position. Yeah. yeah. So you're trying to go like left, but you've actually clicked on a beam that is like like uh, above you, like a ledge or something. Um, 
And then that person will start trying to walk there. That's the only thing I've seen that's happened in terms of that. And I think that's maybe what was going on because I couldn't, like, I'd be clicking to the right and my character is going down constantly. And I'm like, why Why can't I move anywhere? Um, so that happened a bunch. There's no escapability at all in the game. So you get overwhelmed by by mobs and you can't get out. For, for whatever reason, the the dodge, which is set to spacebar, allows you to roll but that is it. Like it doesn't let you roll out of the way of people. It, like you, you get blocked, and so you get yeah, trapped still- in. You also don't have any iframes on your roll, as I found yeah. out uh, in the final boss fight. Um, and uh, yeah, so and the and the last level is a series of like bounce pads essentially into the unknown if it like if the layout is a particular way uh yeah. can you can you turn the camera you can't I don't think so i looked through the settings and i couldn't find any any way to turn it so if that final yeah. layout has you going down to the right of the fucking screen you can't hmm. see what you're fucking What's jumping there? into if it's yeah. going up and to the left you can see, not only can you see, but you can sit on what, like on the other side of the fucking bounce pad and just shoot everything with your fucking arrows. Mm. You just, you shoot them. If they're going down to the right, you can't, and you're leaping into fucking hell. Like, absolute hell. Holy shit, man. I, I think I died twice where I was hitting geometry in the game going over bounce pads. Or like in something invisible because I jump on a bounce pad and I just drop in midair. I uh, fall to my a, doom. <laughs> a, a clip of me like just falling to my like on my Twitter. You can see me just fucking right. pancaking, uh, and you can very, very, very quietly hear me say, "Are you fucking kidding?" Because uh, um, I didn't have my mic up uh, close to me, but um, yeah, like. The the biggest challenge in this game. Okay, so I gotta be. I gotta clarify something before I go on. Right after the first level, uh, which I did without paying any attention at all. After it was so fucking heinously simple that I uh, I felt like I didn't need to play. Right, I mm. bumped the game up to difficulty levels, and it turns out. That after doing that, the game then set every single level afterwards two difficulties above where I was, right? Sure. Uh, so uh, whatever my gear score was, I bumped it up two difficulty levels, and I played the rest through the rest of the game that way. Um, I was getting good, like better gear. It was like a constant upgrade. Um, so at least there was that. Um, but when I reached the final level. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's there's one like you have to unlock it after doing like you do every fucking level in whatever order you want for whatever reason I don't know why they're sort but of like you, gated in little sections yeah uh, and then you get to the final level which yeah you can't do until you've done the rest of them I got there and uh, I played through it it was annoyingly complex because of uh the the bounce pad the situation rock. like jumping into death rock pads yeah um but i i jump into death i get through it and then it gets to the final boss and uh 
he does this four-way laser and yeah. it's uh, like a completely different game you're playing that thing one shot me <laughs> that, like yeah. it legit one shot me like the laser when it passed over me one shot me and so when i so i died i'm like okay fair enough i go back up uh get into the fight again dodge roll through the laser because i'm like i figure this must be the only way i'm like this must be how i'm supposed to do this that has to be how i do this fucking fight is i dodge roll through the fucking laser because he's because he shoots out all these like this fire he shoots out all this fucking fire and the fire does 90 percent of my health if i stand in it so i don't stand in the fire and he has this little trail of fucking shadow and that does 90 percent of my health if i stand in it and then he does these lasers, but if he's done the fire in the only path mm. to run from the fucking lasers, I don't know what fucking options I have but to dodge roll through this fucking laser. So I dodge roll through the fucking laser and I die instantly. Instant dead. Like the laser one shots me again. I'm like, what <laughs> yeah. the fuck is go- Like, what game did I fucking. <laughs> yeah. When did- it turns into Dark Souls yeah. all of a sudden, you're like, How what the fuck, fuck is going this- on? Like. There are, like, the fucking hardest boss fight I've ever done in fucking Bloodborne is easier than this fucking boss. I do not understand <laughs> what is going on. Like, seriously, the dudes who made Dark Souls would look at this boss fight and be like, no, you can't. This is a game for children. You can't fucking do that. Hold on. Slow down, Satan. Right? Like, you can't just throw them <laughs> in the shit. Now there's a laser that one-shots them? Six-year-olds are playing this game, I presume. Primarily six-year-olds are playing this game. And you're doing what to them? What is wrong with you? You are... Sir, have some respect for yourself. This is disgusting. Like, what the fuck is I go back in? Because you've got like four lives on a level, right? Which you don't need. No, you don't need... (laughs) I didn't... I, I never died. Unless the game kills you, yeah. Except when I would get trapped by fucking mobs. I didn't even die getting trapped by mobs because I had that fucking uh, fireworks arrow. Yeah, okay. fireworks arrow. I had that and my bow did like infinite, like half, like 48% of the time it would do infinity arrows. Okay. But that worked for it's the- like a free fi- arrow. Yeah. But it worked for the fireworks arrow. And so I would- oh. Anytime I had to go over my bounce pad, I'd pop the fireworks arrow so my next shot would be a fireworks arrow. I'd land, I'd shoot the fireworks. Half the time, I would shoot another fireworks arrow the moment I fucking pressed it again. And I just like fucking... Like I had one run where I I got like eight coin flips in a row, eight heads in a row where I was just like, more fireworks, more fireworks. So I didn't even tie to that shit. It got hairy. I'd have to like fireworks arrow and then like tap E and I was waiting for my uh, health to be back up before I went over the fucking bounce pad. Uh, but I didn't die. I was playing it sensibly. It was, yeah, close, but I, I didn't die. And then I get into this boss fight and yeah, one shot. I'm like, this doesn't make any fucking sense. I do not understand what, what game am I playing here? Yeah. So I died. I lost. I lost the fight. I lost the fight because I couldn't fucking do anything. I think I did like a th- not even a third of his health because I was so fucking like all of my attention was going into like 
trying to fucking live. Trying to not Did die you have one of those rock golems as well running around? That's the, that's the phase before. I had to kill the fucking oh, okay. rock golem uh, before I, I yeah. yeah killed him. But yeah, that was cool. Anyway, I die. I, I go back in again, right? I run through it. This time I die twice. So I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm just going straight back to the boss fight. There must be some trick to this shit. Go straight, like, I'm going back. And I, uh, the first time, I leapt, yeah, down into the bottom right. And, hmm. uh, yeah, leapt into a, a bunch of those shieldy dudes, right? Who take yeah, two yeah. shots. Uh, so if the fireworks don't, the fireworks, they are literally invincible on the first shot. Literally, they do not take damage if they still have their shields up uh, and and you're facing them. I think if you throw TNT behind them, they'll take damage from the TNT. But if if like if the shot comes from in front, the shield takes like blocks all damage. And so I leap in fireworks and this time I do not. I, I flip and I get tails. And so I don't have an extra fireworks. And so, like, fucking eight fucking shield cunts just fucking wallop me to death. And it doesn't matter how much fucking health I've got, or me spamming E, or my two button, which is also a heal, I just die. I'm just dead, right? Mm. Like, okay, cool. Well, I, like, I literally couldn't have done anything. Like, I couldn't have done anything there. That that was it. That was, that's just how that one was going down. And then I died a second time. Because I faced off... This was the run where I faced off against seven fucking rock golems. And I'm running through. And on the sixth one, I uh, I run into... Like, I'm running away from him. And I get stuck on this geometry. And, like, I have to, I'm having to run back towards the player, right? So down. And I can't see what I'm stuck on. And he catches up to me and wallops me into one hmm. of his fucking mines and that kills me. Uh the wallop and the mine combined were enough to kill me. And so I've only got two lives when I go into this boss fight and I died and I was losing my shit. I'm like, what the fuck is going on in this game? This doesn't make any sense. This is a fucking it's a it's a game for children. Like Focus the fuck up. What are you doing? Why would you do this to children? Anyway, I go back to do it one more time. I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it one more time. Or I quit forever. Because obviously I'm not good enough. Uh, there are eight-year-olds who are better than me. And I, I quit all video games. I go in. I go to the map screen. I click on it. And I'm like, what difficulty? And I'm on the, I'm on the toughest difficulty. Which is like fucking, I think it's 10 fucking, 10 gear points higher than what I currently am. This is despite yeah. the fact, every time I run through this, I was getting every single fucking like chest. And these chests were dropping nothing. Like they weren't dropping upgrades. They weren't dropping fucking anything at all. They were just dropping like, here's some bread. I had one chest. I opened a chest and it drops three <laughs> crystals. Which is useless. <laughs> I, are you fucking... Yeah. What the fuck is going on? I don't even use the crystals for anything. Right? Because there's no point. Everything I get from those guys is just like shit. Like objectively just worse than what you've already got? Yeah. 
Yeah. So I'm going through, I'm getting nothing on these runs, nothing out of chests, nothing at all. I go back in for the last time ever, for the last video game I will ever play because I I quit accepting that I'm no longer capable of playing video games. Uh, look, yeah, I'm on the very hardest difficulty because it, every single time I've played, it has just bumped it up two difficulties. It's reached the point now where it can't, but it's just bumped it up one, right? Because the it's on the second, like the last level is on the second last difficulty. But I put it back down and it's like five gear points below where I'm currently at. And I go in and where before those like those dudes with the books who were like enchanting everyone and making them fucking really tough. Where yeah. before they took two arrows to kill. Now they die one arrow. And so does everyone else. Yeah. Except for the shield guys. The shield guys take two because the first takes away the shield and then the rock golems take a couple of fucking, take a bit of doing. But mm. I wander up to the fucking final boss fight with like 400 arrows left. Whereas before I wandered into that fight with like fucking four arrows left. I'm like, I'm not using arrows. I wander into that boss fight. The fucking, the laser doesn't even do a quarter of my fucking da- like health and damage. I just fucking walked up and I just fucking hit him. I just hit him to death. I'm like, oh my god. This is the children's game that I've been playing this entire fucking time. Holy absolute fuck. <laughs> Apparently adventure is all like my previous experience, but I haven't played it yet. I like, but it doesn't excuse the fact that like half my deaths on that final level came from getting stuck on geometry or mm. the fixed camera fucking me. Like, that's the ch- the challenge in that game is derived either from Job not paying attention to what difficulty setting he's on, or from fucking fixed camera si- shit. Like, that's it. That's that. That's the game. And if it hadn't taken me like three attempts to beat that final level, I would have finished it in I don't know three and a half hours. I think it took me four hours in the end uh but yeah it's not that like there's nothing there right you talk about if you think about diablo or path of exile or whatever and people always you know the real games once you finish or whatever the fuck (laughs) um yeah but the real game of diablo 3 still takes 15 hours to fucking finish like the the first run of diablo 3 still takes 15 hours to fucking finish like certainly afterwards uh when you're a mad expert at diablo 3 runs it takes fucking i don't know 40 minutes or whatever the fuck right people are just pissing that through but hmm. no before that it's some doing and the reason you're doing it afterwards is cuz there's promise of challenge that isn't derived specifically from the fact that the game raises the defense rating on everyone right they've got like modifiers people have modifiers on them they're like uh fucking lightning imps and shit or like if you get up high enough they've got like six modifiers on you like fucking chain lightning uh vortex imps or some shit and you're like ah i don't want to I don't want to fight them. They'll fucking melt me. I'm going to run the other yeah. way. In this, it's it's just... It's just no, 
your weapons do no damage and you take fuck tons of damage now that's it yeah that's the change. They, they do have modifiers on when you get to like the last level like the last two levels and you're like oh maybe this is deeper than what it is like i, I thought i was going to be on the last level maybe it keeps going and you're like no what <laughs> that what is it is literally have i don't know because i don't have time to look at them um like, but they would have like little squiggly lines right? under them yeah, yeah no, that was that was from the fucking that was from the book guys all right the yeah, book okay, guys were enough. enchanting them and if you yeah. if you hover close by for long enough the it seems like the enchant becomes permanent that's that's all yeah like, okay but yeah it just doesn't do anything interesting it's such a shallow uh boring game you look at even just the little bar at the bottom right where you've got your abilities and spells if you want to see what that spell does you can't just move your mouse over it yeah or like you've got to go into the inventory and be like oh what does that spell do again oh okay uh what's the cooldown and then read it you can't like you can't just hover over it it's such an easy thing to do and yet it's not even in there um like show me that information show me what this spell does rather than just me clicking on it and being like, oh, okay, that's what it does. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, and it just, it, like, it's not long enough. It doesn't, there's no depth to it. You never feel like you're accomplishing anything because it's so easy. You're just kind of one-shotting everything. There's no challenge. Um, the, the like, game doesn't try to do anything that we haven't seen before. It's, um, and it doesn't do anything, nothing Minecraft-related. Like, you can't break bricks or craft stuff <laughs> like there's none of that it's just no. a skin yeah it's literally just the aesthetic is minecraft and it seems like they've done that to to make a fuckload of money yeah to exploit people into buying this game kids particularly uh and be like i want the next minecraft thing they're gonna get this and that, i don't know i think it's i think it's if it was five bucks fair enough but it's it's not it's it's more than that uh and they've also gone to the point where they're like oh there's more levels coming soon yeah in the game there's dlc coming that you and can you'll buy be able soon. to buy them soon like it yeah doesn't say buy that- skins and, and things like that like fuck it's just so egregious and disgusting <laughs> like I, I, it feels like a, I, like i said it feels disingenuous and like a scam like they're just exploiting kids to buy the game because it's not a good game. It's a it's a bad game, and I'm fucking furious that it's a seven point three on Open Critic. The lowest score I think it's got is a five. Yeah, uh, it's, it's pretty crazy. That's insane. It's a bad game. It shouldn't be get. It should be getting threes or fours. Um, like it does a couple of interesting things with spells and that sort of thing, but there's no depth to it. It just doesn't go anywhere. It's over by the time you get any anything good. Yeah, in like a any sort of good rhythm going. Um, yeah, I don't like. I don't know who I'd recommend buying it to. That's why I said the only way I'd ever play this game to recommend someone is to check it out on Game Pass. Yeah. Um, if you have nothing to do, and or you want to give your kids something to do for a little while, um, you know, not even a little while because it's gonna be they'll be done with it in a couple of sittings. So, yeah, I just don't think it's a good game. I think it's a bad game. Hmm. No, I 100% agree. Uh, I I don't understand who it's for. I cannot imagine the, like, I, 
for a brief moment, I thought to myself, you know, it's, I guess, four-player couch co-op, so I could play it with my nibblings, right? Or my, my brother could play it with his kids sure. uh, and, and have, a, have a bit of a time. But, like, they, I don't even think it's... I don't think it's necessarily or terribly appropriate for that either. Like, I don't know that kids should be... Like, the the level of RNG uh, and the idea of paying those green gems for a ra- like to a fucking blacksmith for a random mm-hmm. thing feels way too much like direct gambling um, to, to be what I think is appropriate for children. Uh, I think it, it encourages, yeah, gambling fucking mindset that I just don't think should happen. Uh, and yeah, like I think my nephew would get my both my niece and my nephew. Uh, I think they'd get bored with it too quickly for it to. But on the other hand, my littler niece, mm-hmm. I don't like. I don't like. They couldn't play adventure mode with her because I think it is about appropriate for a six-year-old. Sure. And so my niece and, and nephew who are fucking however old, I don't know, 10, 12, I think. Like, I think it'd be okay for them, except they would be bored playing with my youngest niece. Because it's, but, you know, like, yeah, there's there's too much spread there. Like, I don't know. I just don't get it, man. I don't understand how this game is getting the reception it is because yeah i, I don't know I've, I've i've looked on the the subreddit for it and the reception doesn't seem that great like people are talking about ways to exploit shit and um yeah that seems to be the the key aim is is exploiting it but people have like people have been talking about how quickly they finished it wrapped up like after you've Apparently, you know, you play through adventure and then the Armageddon mode, but like those go even quicker because you already know how to play the game. Like you, by the end of the game, you've learned the most efficient way to play it is to bust through levels. You don't go hunting every fucking chest in a dungeon. The Mm. the fastest way to play it is to bust through a level and get that last chest at the end of the level. Uh, because that is a guaranteed uh, good drop, as opposed to the like the shit in fucking in the middle of a level might just give you a fucking apple or whatever. Um, so you, yeah, it's far more efficient. It's better use of the time to bust through levels as fast as possible, and then move on. And so yeah, people are talking about how you know the the first run took them three hours, and they finished the rest of the game, uh, adventure Armageddon in another th- like three total because they know what they need to do and they just fucking snap through it. They just speed mm. on it. And that's what's going to happen when Path of Exile races or fucking Diablo 3 fucking uh, leaderboard chases, like season chases, get into this game. You know, they're, they're going to find the most efficient way to play it because that is what those games are about, finding the most efficient ways to knock through them. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. 
I mean, so don't buy from me. Me, <laughs> me sure. too, 100%. <laughs> I mean, even if you're looking for something for your kids, there's way better games out there that I think you could uh, get them to play. I mean, the original Minecraft game, if you haven't played it, play that. Um, right. There's Yeah, there's way better stuff out there for kids that they could check out that I feel like they wouldn't be getting them um, just like a waste of money, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Um, Maneater. The shark. Shark game. Shark game. Oh, man. I'm disappointed by this game. I feel so gutted about how disappointed I am in Maneater. Maneater is a game where you play as a shark. Uh, and. Wow. It should be the fucking. It should be my dream game. I mean, I have literally had a dream about this game. But. Uh, it just goes nowhere. Like. It just. It does nothing with the format, with the concept. And it is. It's shallow as hell. Have you played it? Um, no, I have not. Well. But is it a better game? The Minecraft Dungeons because <laughs> it's got the same rating. I, I was thinking, I was like literally sitting there playing my playing through Minecraft Dungeons. And I'm like, I cannot believe that in the same week, uh, I've played a game that is shallower than Man Eater. <laughs> I cannot believe that there is a game that is shallower than Man Eater, and I'm playing it. In the same week as playing fucking Manita. Uh no, Manny is better than fucking Minecraft Dungeons, one hundred percent. Um But it's a game that like sort of Yeah, like, I don't know, just wears out its welcome very quickly. It just doesn't doesn't have enough in it, its tank, to sort of carry it through for longer than it exists. Um mm. I think it it's bananas that are the it's rated the same as minecraft dungeons so you play as a shark uh it sort of it like opens up you're a baby shark uh and yeah it's sort of like the initial game is it like involves you sort of sharking it up you swim around uh you're trying to eat stuff to grow bigger there's as far as I can tell, there isn't a direct correlation between, like, the stuff you eat and your size. Uh, like, I just sort of ate whatever. And by right. the end of the game, I had 200,000 points of protein, whatever the fuck that means, um, because I didn't have, like, I didn't have the... There are, like, three items that you use uh, that, like... You upgrade your your shark basically. You upgrade your shark, and you you get these body parts. You've got shadow body parts. You've got uh, bioelectric body parts, and you've got bone body parts. You've also got tiger body parts. Uh, although I think there's only one part for the tiger, and that's a pre-order bonus. And it basically just means you like makes it faster for to to earn these these points, these progression path points. Uh, but anyway, you use, I think it's fat to upgrade your 
uh, bioelectric. Um, you used, uh, I can't remember, like calcium maybe um, to upgrade your bone body parts and you use protein to upgrade the shadow body parts. But I didn't get any shadow body parts until I'd finished the game. So I just ended the game with 200,000 points of protein. Using these points didn't appear to impact my size. Like having hmm. more didn't make me bigger or smaller or whatever. So there's no direct correlation there, which is, I think, a bit of a shame. I feel like it's something that they were intending on including and then they never did at the end of the day. So yeah, there's, it feels like something that there might have been at one point there was a correlation between those two systems. If it definitely, like, because they track your size and uh there is like a there's an upgrade later on that you can get that like is relative to your size and uh like it definitely seems like size has an impact or has a has like there is a relationship between your size and um there are gameplay implications from that but uh it's it's a very uh like binary situation your size increases uh a flat amount when you go when you upgrade like when you sorry reach the next tier so you start off as a baby shark then you become i think like a teen uh and then adults and then uh, i think the last tier is like mega oh no elder and then mega shark and uh yeah the way that the game works it sort of uh, progresses you through that and your size only leaps up based on that tier, as far as I can tell. I couldn't see any other difference. So <clears throat> you wind up in this situation where you just sort of eat stuff uh, and as a baby, you, you just sort of do things as uh, like you, you're a baby shark and you're too small to really deal with a lot of stuff. Uh, the upside, I suppose, is that you're not too large um i I think this is this is sort of the thing that i always wanted to see executed in a game is that they take the same areas uh and they grow you in size and make you play through like the same areas in at, at different sizes so going through the starting area as a mega shark is a very different experience and it's like it's sort of a there's a a very interesting um element of scale at play there like the the concept of scale um sort of i don't know it weighs pretty heavily on your experience because when you're really little uh yeah it like an alligator will fuck you up right like uh because an alligator is like twice your fucking size uh alligators uh for all my australian listeners are like tiny crocodiles now crocodiles are these giant dinosaurs that fuck everything up and and ruin everything alligators are what they have in america uh, and they're chicken shit versions of crocodiles anyway even even like alligators in this while you're a baby shark will fuck you up because you're that little and then you go back when Hmm. you're a mega shark and you eat them in one fucking bite and you're like that never fucking mattered alligators are dumb alligators are shit crocodiles uh anyway so you you go through you can't fucking fight an alligator everything's pretty scary um 
The biggest problem, though, is that, like, even as, like, small as you are, this uh, initial area is, is a swamp area, and it's quite shallow. Uh, and I think they did that deliberately, as I was saying, to sort of juxtapose the difference in size, right? But mm-hmm. when, at the start, there's there's this issue the game has with its camera where it can't, like, see through the water if it's above the water. And there right. is a mad problem. The game has this huge problem with, uh, I guess sticking the camera above the water and then you like just can't fucking see what you're doing until you wrangle the camera to go underneath the water and it's quite like there's quite a lot of there's quite a lot of issues that the game has with uh your controls being relative to the position of the camera so when you lower the fucking camera so that you can see under the fucking water your fish starts fucking swimming uh level again which makes diving a bit of a chat like a bit of like a bit complicated you've got a dive button that you can use and you've got a like essentially like basically speaking the easiest way to frame this game is like a fucking uh flight simulator right because you are moving in six dimensional space like in six dimensions you move up and down forwards and backwards left and right you can do all of those mm-hmm. things whenever the fuck you want. There's no problems with it. Provided you're underwater, you spend a surprising amount of time out of the water, considering it's a fucking shark game. But I actually really enjoy uh, the, the out-of-the-water portions. They amuse the fuck out of me. Um, no, when you're under the water, yeah, you sort of, you move in all six degrees. It's, it's, quite, it's quite well done when it's working. And then... Hmm. When it's not, it is so fucking frustrating. And really early on is one of those situations where it's unbelievably frustrating. I do not think they should have started the game in a fucking swamp. I think that was a mistake. Um, I don't think you should ever go to a swamp, really, as a shark. I understand, you know, they, right. they wanted to, to have that progression system, to have you move from baby shark uh, into bigger things. Um, but I think they could have done it without having you locked up in a swamp, maybe have you on a reef, uh, like have have the sensor scale, uh, tie the sensor scale to that instead. Uh, I think they were also trying to make sure you ate a lot of people. I think eating people is a pretty key element of Maneater. Uh, it is in the title. Um, but... Yeah, like beyond that, I th- I think it it's sort of stuck trying to like it's trying to achieve a bunch of things, and I think it's detrimental overall, detrimental to the nature of the game itself. Uh, like the swamp itself is trying to like it's trying to tie it to New Orleans with like the fucking main shark hunter guy, and it's trying to um have like the sensor scale, which I already mentioned. It's trying to have you fearful for your life from um from uh like things that are bigger than you so it's got alligators there's there's a lot of things that i think this like a lot of problems with the, the swamp solves but uh the trade-off i think is too high mm-hmm. you spend too much time wrangling the fucking camera trying to fucking go down 
and it's extremely disruptive when you're attempting to fight other fish because if we think of if we think of it like a flight simulator uh the then every fucking fish fight is a fucking it's a dog fight right uh what you're actually doing is you're swimming away and you need to maintain uh visuals on whatever is on your six and it's not like you got a fucking fish radar or some shit you don't know innately where things are behind you so you have to put your camera behind you and swim towards the camera which makes maintaining elevation difficult and it makes uh not running into things quite difficult and it doesn't have like i remember flight simulator or combat flight games back in the day what was that fucking what was that game where you were in a biplane Fuck, I played the fuck out of that. Um, it was on the original Xbox. Red Baron uh, or something like that? No, 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 no. Not that old. Um, uh, Steel Crimson Sky? Crimson? Sure, yeah. Um, like, the way that they solved it was to have a button that switched f- forwards and backwards view. Right? Yeah. But they don't have that here. Uh, they do have, like, you can center your camera again, but you... you that's only really useful. Like you need to be able to switch between, in my opinion, you need to be able to switch back and forth to have enough visual information to be able to make like informed decisions, right? If you could switch back quick, like to a rear view quickly, then you would be like, you wouldn't have to spend all your time swimming towards the camera. You could switch back, see where the, the enemy is and then make your decisions while swimming forward which would make that situation a lot easier to handle, right? You could swim forward and not fucking into the banks of a fucking river or into a fucking log or some fucking pier or some shit. You'd switch back, switch forward, and you'd navigate where you needed to go, and then you'd turn around and engage in fish combat, which is obviously a large part of Maneater. Of course... Because you can't do that, you wind up in these situations where you're fighting things that, like, they can fuck you up. I mean, half most of the time, you're fighting things that can fuck you up anyway. Like, it'll put you up against alligators that are five levels above you or six levels above you. And levels mm-hmm. actually have quite a lot of impacts. Like, it's surprising so- amount of impacts. Your evolution, your your ability to grow, I believe, is tied to uh what level you are like when you reach each new level when you reach five i think you grow to uh teen and then 10 etc etc and all the way up until mega shark at, at 30 and that that right there means that like being a little baby level one shark fighting a fucking level eight alligator you're mm-hmm. you're gonna die right sure but you have to you wind up having to like most of the time you have to fight these fucking alligators because it's the only way to fucking do what you need to do you gotta eat 10 fucking catfish or some shit right eat 10 of something is the primary fucking quest system in this game it is the primary way the game engages you with doing anything it'll be like go eat 10 catfish go eat 10 seals go eat 10 parrotfish like it's just eat 10 or something go eat 10 or something right off you go 10 or something we need 10 it's kill it's the kill 10 boars of man eater and it does it constantly and every time you go there there's always a 
predator that <clears throat> like outlevels you. It's all like that is the it, every single new area you go to, it just repeats that process, which is a huge part of the problem. Because when you grow bigger, it's always you're always in an area with something similar, like that. It's always out, bigger like, fish. outsizes you. Yeah, there's always a big, <laughs> uh, there's always something that outsizes you in the exact same way as the like uh, as the previous area. So mm. you grow to teen and you move to the next area, and now yeah. Instead of an alligator that's seven levels above you or five levels above you, it's I don't know a fucking mako shark or something, right? That's that's five levels above you. And Marco. Marco, how fuck it? How could you? <laughs> how fucking do you? Get the fuck out of here, Final Fantasy Seven boy. Um, so you, you wind up in this like situation where you never, like the progression never actually lands because you move to a new area and you do exactly the same shit right against Mm. similarly imbalanced enemies and because you're always under leveled compared to these new enemies you also wind up in a situation where if you don't find ways to uh let's let's call it outwit right uh outwit them then you will die, right? There's one fucking fight where you have to fight a goddamn killer whale, right? And the killer whale is, I think it's like level 45. Hmm. The max level that you can get to as a mega shark is 30. You can never get to 45. You will always be out fucking leveled by this killer whale. Uh, There is a big albino, albino fucking... Uh, sperm whale, big Moby Dick motherfucker. Uh, he's level sixty, right? You can't fight these dudes in a fair fight. You have to outwit them, despite being a mega shark, despite being an evolved mutant shark that has electric teeth and fucking bone armor and like uh, emits poison when he dodges and shit. Right, despite all these things, you still cannot fight these these dudes in a fair fight. You are, despite being technically an apex predator, you are not the apex predator in these fucking in these seas, and you've got to work out a way to outwit them. And the way to outwit them is to you find the fucking limits to their fucking AI. Inexplicably, every single one of these, every single fucking predator, has a uh, boundary that they will not like exit. They won't go beyond sure. this boundary. Yeah, uh, that is the the limits of their their ability. They they just won't pursue any further, and they'll always turn back and swim backwards. And so, outwitting them winds up being exploiting the fact that the AI has uh, an, a Diagro range, and so you sit at the edge of that fucking Diagro range, you bite them. You swim back out of Diagro range until they stop attacking you, and then you just do that over and over again. That's how you fucking beat them, right? Uh, <clears throat> that's it. Like it's it's just the way the fucking game is, right? I suppose you might be able to upgrade your uh, body parts to the point where you could maybe fight them legit. But why would you? There's no need. Like the game is built in a way that not like it encourages this exploitation because there are a number of times where you have to beat the apex predator 
to uh, continue the story and move on to the next area. So, like, when you reach a point where the only way to fucking move on in the story is to beat a level 45 fucking orca, then you may as well fucking exploit the fuck out of the AI. Mm -hmm. Because that's, like, that's just, that's the easiest way to fucking do it. Which is similarly disappointing. Obviously, you know, complaining the game's too easy because I exploited the fuck out of AI doesn't make a lot of sense. But that is, or it doesn't make a lot of like immediate sense. It doesn't, maybe doesn't hold up to the sniff test. But it like it has a fucking internal logic to it. That is the reality of the situation. If it's I believe, like, the fucking orca fight in particular, the reason I bring it up is because you, uh, it, like, it attacks you when you are literally meters from its, uh, Diagro range. Like, you see it happen immediately. It's part of its big entrance. You swim through this, like, big glass hole, and that glass hole like very distinctly represents the area outside of which it will not go. And so if you swim, Mm. like the moment it attacks and it does this big fucking entrance, the moment it attacks, if you swim back away from it, it immediately deagros. It's impossible to not notice. Like I, I discovered the fucking deagro system like fucking ages before this, but Nevertheless, like, it, it, it is difficult to fucking ignore how blatant it is in, in this game. And I just don't think it needed to happen. Like, I don't see why they wouldn't pursue you forever. It might be a little bit more difficult. but And I suppose, like, what it would require is uh, a bunch of, like, balancing, right? Like, it would require them balancing the game in a way that, I guess, is... a lot more work you mm-hmm. know and I, I guess they didn't want to do that uh but th- it sort of speaks to a lot of the ai issues that the game has you know like the ai is probably the weakest portion of the game it winds up putting the game in a lot of situations the amount of time like you become a mega shark and go back to that first area to find out you know how fucking how chunky you are right and the little fucking little muscle muscle lunges or whatever the fuck they're called they still attack you like they're like oh yeah look at that that's an electric shark um it's got you know fucking instead of having dead eyes like a doll's eyes it's got fucking bright blue eyes and every time it um it power swims instead of like shaking its tail it teleports forward in a burst of electricity. Anyway, I'm gonna fucking attack that thing because I'm a fucking muscle lunge or some shit. Uh, I'm a level one muscle lunge, and it'll come fucking attack you. And it doesn't do any damage, but it does like the damage thing around the fucking edges of the screen. Oh, you're being attacked. And you're like, what the fuck is? And you turn around, and you're actually too big to like chop it in one thing. Because when you turn. Right? You, like, turn all the way around it. You just fucking... So you, like, swim away and turn back and fucking chomp the thing in one go. It's... it's And it does nothing. It gives you no fucking points. It's not worth eating. It's just... How fucking mm. dare it? 
Like, how fucking dare you? Alligators are the same. At level 8, they do nothing to a level 30 mega shark. They're fucking, they shouldn't be coming at you. It turns out you've got to get aggroing. Yeah, they're just aggro because you're in the aggro range because the AI is dumb, right? You get a you get a unlock eventually that allows you to um like that makes things below a certain body like mass stop attacking you, but it shouldn't be it, that should be part of the fucking game. That should be core yeah. to the fucking. It's, it's been in That's WoW for weird. like ever, right? Right, like I do <laughs> you not can go to a, an old area and you don't aggro unless yeah. you're like right on top of something yeah. and you attack it. <laughs> It's odd. It's very odd, the way it works. Anyway, it's just another example of how the AI is shit. Uh, I never wound up unlocking all of the bioelectric things because to like to unlock things, you've got to accomplish certain things. Um, to unlock all the bone parts, you uh, you have to uh, defeat all the apex predators, which is something you do throughout the course of the game. Uh, like that is literally the progression path of the game to uh, unlock the shadow parts you have to find every landmark in every region i didn't do this because i did like in the first two regions you unlock all the landmarks and you don't get anything and i'm like well okay well i'm not fucking doing that again like what's the like if i don't get anything for unlocking all of parts in the area then i'm not going to fucking bother um mm. i'm i'm very you know uh rewards oriented i guess uh and then like much later on literally after i'd finished the game i was swinging about i was looking at the fucking map and i saw in one area i needed literally one landmark and i would complete the area so i went over and i fucking got this landmark and i got a shadow like part i'm like hold up so that so I, I went and got more landmarks and I worked out that I, like landmarks gave me shadow parts. I'm like, oh, okay. So I went and did it so I could unlock them all and see what it was like. And I wish I'd done it earlier because it makes you it's the it's the fucking speed bonus. That's how you become speedy shark. Uh, mm. So I very much wish I had done it, but uh, I didn't until it was too late and that was a big old waste i didn't do the all the bioelectric things because you have to kill all of the hunters and it's just tedious to kill all the hunters you've got to lure them out and to lure them out you've got to like you got to eat a bunch of humans to get your threat level high enough and then the hunters come and then you've got to destroy an increasing number of hunter ships uh and destroying hunter ships is basically just a case of chomping them uh or eating all the hunters off them uh but the problem the game runs into over and over and over and over again the problem with eating the the reason eating 10 seals is boring the reason eating a hunter ship is boring is because all you do is fucking hammer the fucking rt right trigger honest to god feels like this game is designed like like by some sort of fucking megacorp it's like, we've got too many fucking right triggers. We've got to sell more fucking right triggers. How are we going to sell right triggers? And like, I know how we're going to do it. Let's make a shark game. And all you do is fucking hammer, hammer the fucking 
right trigger as fucking much as possible. I was hammering the right trigger so much that I switched. So I'd hammer the right trigger with my fucking middle finger just to give my index figure a fucking break. And then I'd go back to it again just to hammer it some more. And you just fucking hammer the right trigger as fucking much as possible. That's the game. Swim in, right trigger, like each seal takes two fucking presses of the trigger, one to grab it and mm. one to chomp it, right? So 20, that's that's 20 fucking trigger pulls. Any, any predator always takes about three, unless they're literally tiny, in which case they don't anymore. Uh, even alligators still take two chomps uh, until right at the fucking end of the game, which is insane. Like you just right trigger, right trigger, right trigger. Eating boats, eating humans. Like it's just point yourself somewhere, hammer the right trigger. Point yourself somewhere, hammer the right trigger. This that's the whole game. That's there's nothing more to it. It is shallow, which is a pun that like it was a pun that I hated and now doesn't feel descriptive enough because Minecraft Dungeons exists and has redefined my concept of shallow. But like, it is the same thing over and over and over and over again. And the only real draw that it has at the end of the day is uh, Chris Parnell, who is uh, Jerry in Rick and Morty or Dr. Spaceman in 30 Rock, uh, is hilarious. Like, he plays, like, the entire, the conceit of the game is that it is a, uh, a reality TV show about shark hunters, uh, and it's vaguely, sh- like, following the shark as well. And, uh, he's got this, like, the writing in the game is really fucking good. Uh, they've got all these fantastic fucking, like, quips, like, these sarcastic, cynical, uh, outlook like takes on fucking the nature of uh like environmentalism and uh it's a very like surprisingly eco-friendly game but it's like it, it is super subtle in its in in the way that it's like it's it's constantly telling you you know that most sharks don't do these things but this shark appears to want to and um you know the the great thing about uh excessive land development is that eventually the entire planet will die and like all these very sarcastic uh very like cynical fucking outlooks that i think are delivered perfectly by chris parnell um and then the i wouldn't have done all the i wouldn't have unlocked all the shadow uh elements Except the landmarks are all like these goofy fucking references to other other like TV shows and stuff. So you'll like fucking you'll find a landmark and it's a I don't know a pineapple under the sea or some shit and yeah there are all these goofy fucking references and the the writing is very clever. It's like it's quite funny. It's uh is very amusing and hearing Chris mm. Parnell deliver these lines works most of the time and that is the largest reason that i continue to play it uh like i was playing it to listen to fucking chris parnell by the end uh deliver very cleverly written lines i believe beyond right. that though it like there's no difficulty setting so you can't make it harder or, or easier or anything like that it just is and yeah it reminds me of like assassin's creed or far cry but you're a shark uh because 
I, I often feel in those games like you're just doing the same thing over and over again. And yeah, there's a lot of pointless like collectible uh, acquisition and, and yeah, you move to a new region, you do the same thing you did in the last region. It's sort of like, yeah, it's very repetitive. Yeah. But yeah. Right. Um, so when did you play this before release or was it after? Because I'm looking at the patch notes here, the day zero patch notes, and two of the things that could be stuff that you talked about. It says here they've adjusted the camera distance for the shark pup and teen pup. Right. Yeah. I was probably out of those areas before day zero, I guess. And the other one here is uh, says fixed an AI issue where predators will stop chasing players <laughs> with extended playtime. Right. Yeah. So they fixed that then. When maybe that's. I was definitely playing it post launch. Like I definitely did the orca and the Moby Dick fights post launch. So. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know if. Yeah. Uh. I, I haven't seen the patch notes or anything, so I don't know. Yeah, it looks like I've done two patches over the last week. One was a day zero patch, and the other one was a a small update, and it, there might be one rolling out really soon. Um, but day zero one was a bit lengthy. The other two things I was reading on there that sort of right. sound similar to things you've had issues with. Um, mm. So, like... At, at what point are you, do you recommend people check this out? Like, is it, do you think it's too expensive or? How much is it? I think it's a, it's a $40 game. So that'd be what, 60 or 70 for you guys. I think my brother picked it up, uh, on the, cause it's on the Epic game store and he had like those. 10% those off. Discounts. Or 10 bucks. Yeah. 10 bucks off. Um, I think he did it that way i i think he got it for like 20 bucks and i'm like i think 20 bucks is about what i would pay for this game i mean it's there's there's a lot of content and he loves assassin's Mm. creed games if you love assassin's creed games then i think you could get a lot out of this um but beyond that I, it just feels like a lot of missed oppor- like a um, missed opportunity, you know. Like I feel like there's a there is a shark game that could exist that there is there are things that this game does that like look like they're heading in the right direction, look like they're heading for that that dream shark game experience where yeah you spend a bunch of time sharking it up and also a lot of time eating people and it qualifies the sharks don't eat people and all this kind of stuff but yeah that's that's not this game it it falls short falls very short it's like right it's hard to you know to it's very much a b movie b game but yeah i don't know it just doesn't price is a little bit too high at the moment (laughs) yeah yeah exactly I'd wait for a sale. And I guess the the flip side is that there's a chance that when it you know hits sale there will be games out. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm looking now Green Man Gaming's got it a little bit cheaper. It's 30 US, right? 
So they got just 10 bucks off at the moment. I guess that's close. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely interested in checking it out. So it's it's there's also not much out right now. That's that's its biggest fucking draw card is that there's not a lot else out. Uh, but you should just play Wildfire instead. Minecraft. Okay. Don't you dare put words those words into my mouth. Anyway, um, yeah. Uh, man eater. I'm, yeah, disappointed. I, I don't know. It's it's too easily exploitable, too shallow, and it's uh, repetitive gameplay. And yeah, there's there's just not enough to keep like. This it's also got this really like. It doesn't. I, I looking at the fucking patch notes. It looks like they've fixed a significant amount of what I had an issue like. I'm uh, reading here that they've uh, more description in the evolution notes and stuff like that. Like, it, I feel like it had a really like it was it's quite obtuse in the way it, it it told you things. Like it was like, well, yeah, this does this. And you're like, okay, of course it does. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that means, but sure. Um, yeah, like it it, just, it wasn't very clear. It wasn't clear about how you would move on in a level and all this kind of stuff. Like, it feels like maybe it was a couple of weeks too early, which is weird. Um, or maybe they just couldn't, they didn't have the budget to do the QA that they needed to work out exactly how it was going to fall over in the end. That kind of thing. I don't know. Anyway, man eater. That's it. Cool. All right. And that's all the games for this week, but we can do some news. Let's do some news. Uh, first one is um story we talked about last week, which was uh, Jeff Grubb's um, Venture Beat article talking about the Sony looking at doing a PlayStation 5 event um, for next week. Uh, since then, this morning, Jason Schreier, who is now over at Bloomberg, has also separately confirmed he's heard the same thing. Um, so it's looking like possibly next, uh, they're going third or fourth, depending on, the, I guess, where you are in the world. Um, but it could be the middle of next week is the current plan. Uh, but we haven't heard anything yet. It could be possible that they announce it in the next couple of days to start ramping things up. Um, but yeah, it, it, we could be talking about PlayStation 5 reveal next week, or we could be podcasting later because we're watching it. Um, yep. Uh, they did a uh, an event today, Sony did, for Last of Us Part 2. Went for about 25 minutes. It's kind of like a deep dive into, um, you know, the story, where the story has gone, and uh, some of the things you've ever doing that. I don't know if you had a chance to watch that. I did yet. not have a chance to watch it. But it was a, yeah, a, they were very uh, descriptive on their gameplay reveal. They seemed to be very much rubbing that in, uh, considering the last two weeks of these, these uh, the games they've been showing with how Xbox went in, in, with their gameplay reveal. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're, 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 there's a, like a 10-minute sort of extended section where they just let it go and... Cool. playing the game uh, no voiceover or anything like that so yep 
if if things are going the way they have been the last couple of weeks, then yeah, it seems like they could be on track for some sort of PlayStation Five event event with you know Last of Us this week. Last week was Ghost of Tsushima. Um, it makes makes sense. So yeah, that'll be interesting to see what happens there, and uh, hopefully we can talk about that more next week. Otherwise, we, yeah. we'll be speculating still. It should yep. be getting close. Um, yeah. Next up, we've got BlizzCon 2020 has been cancelled officially. Uh, this will be replaced with a digital event moving forward uh, early next year. So they're not even going to have a BlizzCon digital event yeah. during the normal period, which is, um, you know, I guess kind of expected. I kind of expect them not to do BlizzCon. Um, and it sort of makes sense that it allow them to prepare a bit more in terms of getting some of this stuff up and running. They probably had a bit of a delay moving people to work from home, that sort of stuff. Um, so, yeah, I, like, I don't know if you want to talk about this much at all. Any thoughts? Uh, I don't, like, it, I thought it was pretty, like, uh, the the digital only next year was the reason I chucked it in here. I, I think that's super, super odd. The only thing I can think of, it, like, is do they want to do, like, a flash reveal you know like a, you know and the beta is available right now type thing um right something that they can utilize a bit a bit like more bit punchier because i think that worked out really well for overwatch um and i think they need as much bam like out of nowhere type yeah. hype these days uh they don't have the sort of they've had a bit of a bad run uh in terms of uh community engagement and so i think this is the sort of thing where they can get around all of that so yeah i just yeah i thought the move to next year was particularly interesting because i don't see they do generally you know uh every year when we're not going to blizzcon um blizzard will send over a key for the uh, pass instead the digital yeah the pass. digital stream yeah um but yeah they're not even doing that like is that is that blizzcon next year is that what it looks like is it going to be uh like an event where they do their main reveals where anybody can watch it and then they have their panels separately where it's a buy-in event which is what they generally do or is it yeah. just going to be a free-for-all they're not going to bother with it this year um and then even going forward are they doing it next year if they're going to do one early yeah like are they going to like when do they go back on track um back to proper blizzcon if at all yeah, so I, I think they would do it at some stage because it's way too popular but not in the state the world is in right now over here at least all right um next up we got silent hill meets dead by daylight so this is an update for dead by daylight where you'll be able to play as pyramid head yeah and one of the characters (laughs) because i don't know anything about this (laughs) not sheen sheen bean's character let's go with marilyn marilyn mason no the numbers i think it starts with an m heather heather mason i was close close so close yeah, Cheryl Mason. Cheryl, why does it say Heather on this? Where did you? Where are you seeing Heather? I'm on Eurogamer. I'm on Dead by Daylight's YouTube channel. I'm guessing. I'm gonna believe Eurogamer in this case. 
as opposed to the, the people who are making the fucking game. That's yeah. Where, enough, okay. where is Heather come from? I don't know. Okay, um, it says in the form of Heather slash Cheryl Mason. Oh, okay. They have two names. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's been a while since I've watched. Uh, I want to watch the Silent Hill movie again with Sean Bean. I don't okay. Know. I really feel like watching that now. Um, hmm. Yeah. Uh, ah, Cheryl Mason, previously known as Heather, attempted to build, rebuild her life after the tragic death of her adoptive father, Harry Mason. There you go. Ah, oh, so is this the thing where she's changed her name to get away from this pyramid stalker head? pyramid man? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. This is cool. I love, I love, I haven't played Dead by Daylight in forever, but I love the fucking, the stuff they do. Oh, they're going, they're the full on board with the getting licensed properties now. Yeah. And just, what have we got? <laughs> like they've done the Michael Myers stuff, uh, Freddy Krueger for Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, Texas Chainsaw, um, they've done stuff with Saw, um, Scream, Stranger Things. Now they're doing <laughs> like Silent Hill. Uh, yeah. What 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 do you want to see? Who is the next? Do they just go like fuck it? We're putting Predator in there now and just <laughs> they should <laughs> show uh, you how to do they it. should they should definitely do a, a rip off of Predator. That'd be fucking amazing. Problem is they've already got that sort of in there. Like with the the wraith being invisible, right? Um, true. Like you'd need to he'd he'd have to be some sort of combination of like wraith and the trapper. Um, I don't know. I think he'd be too op. I, I think he'd just ring break girl? the game. No, do the ring girl somehow. I'm not sure how you'd do it. You'd have to have like I don't know, like have a put TVs around the place and then like fucking press a button to trigger the TV. And if anyone sees the TV, she can fucking teleport to them or some shit. Um, I don't know. I don't know how you do it, but, uh, that'd be, that'd be a good one. I haven't seen the garage, so I don't know if what that would do or whatever, but yeah, um, I don't know. That game is cool. I think the biggest problem with it now is that there are what fucking, 40 DLCs is 184 dollars worth of D- DLC right now. Yeah, but you uh, don't need them to play it. Like, there's things in the game that allows you to try out some of these characters, and it's the type of thing where if you want to play as that specific character, you can. But you, um, you can trial it, and then if it's like, oh, I like that, then you can go and buy it. Um, but I just think that like they've supported it really well. Yeah. Um, so there's 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 like villains in there that i'm not that i don't want to play so i don't buy them yeah right. um and there's stuff that's interesting that i'm like yeah i'll check that i haven't played it for a long time yeah um i should definitely check that out at some stage because i am a big fan of that game i think it's very good i want to see what they do next um like if they do a sequel and what yeah. that looks like yep. so that'd be pretty cool that's got a huge following that game I, I looked at it recently and it was like it's not the type of thing where the there's less people playing. It's like growing. It has an average of 33,000 players, which is the highest it's ever been. Yeah. Um, and it just grows every, like basically every month. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. It's really good. Yeah. Do you know what's doing really well lately? It's Payday 2. Right. 
That's back up there. What's that? Huh? Why's that? Um, I have no idea. It's just fucking huge. I'd play some painting. It's back in the top 10. They do a new fucking, what's the San Martin bundle? I don't know. Like, it's just, yeah, out of nowhere, it's big again. Hmm. There was a patch. mixed reviews. Yeah, that's (laughs) because they had. But recent mixed reviews, I don't understand. People fucking love to hate this game. Oh, yeah. Weird. Uh, Skins. It's a skins patch. Right, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Anyway. Uh, What's up next? I don't have it open. Um, Arcane Studios is working on a Half-Life Episode 4 with Adrian Shepard. Yeah. Um, So you've probably seen some of these news going around, but uh, Daniel Dwyer from Noclip did a documentary on Arcane Studios um, who have previously worked on games like Dishonored um, and Prey, I guess would be some of their most recent works. Um, And uh, during this, they talked about a bunch of uh, sort of unreleased projects or canceled projects that never saw the light of day. And one of them was Half-Life Episode 4. And you were going to be playing as Adrian Shepard, who is the protagonist from uh, Half-Life Opposing Forces. I was trying to remember because I I couldn't couldn't think of it. Um, Which was the... Was it the Gearbox game? Did Gearbox make that one? Yeah, Gearbox did, yeah. Or did they do Blue Shift? I can't. They did Opposing Force. They might have done Blue Shift as well. I don't really remember Blue Shift very well. But they definitely did Opposing Force. Um, But yeah, obviously that never came out because Mm. Half-Life Episode 3 never came out. Um, But yeah, that that was uh, kind of interesting. You saw a lot of like pre-gameplay stuff that they were kind of doing with that, some puzzly elements. Did you get a chance to check out this... um, no, I can't studios it yet. documentary yet. I'm yeah, I'm 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 a bit in. I'm like it. 40 minutes. Right. Cool. I'll uh, I'll probably watch it with lunch today. Uh, yeah, there's some good stuff in there. There's a there's a game where they talk about uh that they were developing where people outside of the game could join into your game and take over as enemies. Right. And shoot at you and but this is like really before um like this stuff was prominent like asymmetrical gameplay like a think of it as like a doom eternal invasion mode um but they were thinking of this stuff a long long time ago uh yeah, it looked really interesting awesome. but i don't think that ever saw the light of day that one so it's it's a really good documentary you need to um watch it with subtitles because there's some uh french in oh, there cool. uh, unless you pretty good with that you'll, you'll be fine but otherwise yeah i, I really enjoy the stuff that he's done because it gives you a really good insight into uh, development of games and things that we don't normally see. But that was interesting to bit that sort of floated around the last couple of days that Arkane was working on um, Half-Life before they went on to make <laughs> Dishonored and Prey and yeah. those sorts of fun things. It's awesome. Yeah. Did, cool. did you ever play the Opposing Forces or... Um, yeah, fuck yeah. Any of that stuff? Yeah. Played Opposing Forces. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. I love that. I, I thought they did a really, really good job. It had some of the best AI in the fucking series. Uh, they went all out on... It changed the landscape, or changed the like tone so much of Half-Life from that uh, 
sort of slow pace into it was like a almost like aliens to half life's alien type thing in my opinion i thought they did a really good yeah. job yeah cuz you got a squad didn't you you had like a team members yeah. you could you could um command and things like that if i remember they just sort of just follow you i don't think it was that robust but oh, i never felt it was robust enough to be relied upon but it was yeah it was good and like it went both ways as well because the enemy ai was improved as well it was good yeah right on okay um i think that is all the news unless there's anything else you wanted to no bring up awesome any questions then we've got questions yes we do oh okay here we go Clebo Madi says, Good morning, Mr. Luke and Jorb. Oh, Luke dot dot and Jorb. Oh. I had hoped for a fair trial when I asked my last question, but should have known that there would be too much to ask with a pathological liar on the jury. Hmm. Job, hereby known as the <laughs> defendant, so I'm the jury and the defendant, Cleb, come on. Did not do twice the amount of damage that I did. He did 155 to my 218. I know this because the defendant was nice enough to post the evidence on Twitter shortly after the match was over. I'm sure we can expect more lies and excuses, but what does Job have to say for himself? All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, I, I suppose I'm defending myself uh, in this in this case. Uh, so this is in reference to uh, last week. Um, Cleb was uh, annoyed because he uh, he was called the snake, Cleb the snake, and uh, he pitched that uh, that I I couldn't call him a snake, and you sided with me because you hadn't you hadn't seen enough. Um, hmm. So uh, yeah, I just want to point this out. Uh, I, I assume you're the I. Am I correct? You're the judge and jury and executioner in this matter. I don't believe that I can be on the jury as as you know as the defendant that doesn't make any sense in this case so i would just like to point out that the uh that the um prosecution cleb describes you luke as a pathological mm. liar if we yeah. are to assume that uh that you are the judge jury and executioner and i am not on the jury then uh then yeah I should have known that would be too much to ask with a pathological liar on the jury. Because you're pat that's that seems pretty harsh. I didn't call you a pathological liar. So uh I don't know, I'm just gonna throw that out there. Kleb uh is directly attacking the jury. Not me, uh just the jury. Uh and uh yeah, that's you. That's you that he's attacking. Anyway. Pretty interesting, I think. Uh, yeah, seems like a snake move. <laughs> seems like the sort of thing that a, a a snake would do to me. Thoughts, Luke? Because this is all you. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna agree with with uh, with myself on this one. I, I'm 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 good. I'm I'm exempting myself from this conversation. I don't know what's going on. I need to see proof. I've yet to see any any evidence. No evidence at all, except throwing it out. There's definitely evidence that he called you a pathological liar. So uh, oh, he did, did he? Well, I yeah. find him in contempt and he, and thrown into uh, jury jail. Jail. Back it up. Cleb is a back. snake forever. <laughs> Case dismissed. Uh, excellent. 
Uh, nice strike, Cleb. You fucking snake. Uh, Fridge Monster Man writes, Hi, Luke. Hi, Job. Cooking question for you, Job. Oh. I'm on a cooking question and it's lunchtime. I'm fucking... It's distracting. I'm on a bit of a quest to make a pasta dish with barbecue sauce. All right. I made a bolognese last night and added half a bottle of Beerenberg barbecue sauce and a bit of pale ale. It kind of worked, but it needs some refinement. Could you suggest a dish that would better lend itself to barbecue sauce? Question for Luke. Yug tweeted about making sausage rolls the other day. What Australian foods have 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 missed? Have you missed since moving to America? What Australian foods do you miss, Luke? I'm trying to think. Uh, so I, I got some burger, um, sorry, some barbecue shapes, pizza shapes, Sweet. shapes nice. in general nice. recently. Cool. If you want to order them over here, it is like 16, I think it's 16 US a box just for one. <laughs> like Holy one. Shit. Oh, yeah, you could open up a, um, a store over here you and make eat. a mint. Yeah, fucking yeah. Uh, What's better, But I did get some of those. Uh, pizza you're maybe right. you're ridiculous purple uh, I don't know I can't green forever you can't remember what they taste like no I can't I, do, I, can't. I don't know what they look like one of them's purple one of them's green I I don't Green's know anymore barbecue I think I usually get purple pizza oh, I can't I don't know I Green's usually get both like yeah well actually three I'll go like um because you used to go down to Coles and they'd be like two for you know whatever yep. you get a discount so I grab like a chicken, a pizza, chicken and a barbecue, and, and yeah. I just just go with them. Uh, yeah. I think they do cheese ones as well, right? Or did they delete them? I don't. Uh, they nacho cheese for a little while. Yeah. yeah. No, I just I'm good with those three. Uh, so yeah. yeah, that's something that I'm disappointed I don't get to check out anymore. Um, we we go shopping at like a Whole Foods, which is a lot of organic. Yep. Um, stuff so they don't have a lot of junk food <laughs> which is right. a bit disappointing yep. um, we go to Safeway every once in a while uh, to do some stuff but I haven't really found any good like American snacks that that I can go for yeah uh, yeah sort of still still scouting that sort of stuff so yeah I think shapes is one thing um, like Doritos I used to eat a lot of back home but you can find them here hmm I guess it's mainly like fast food, right? I used to go for a lot of um, KFC and good KFC. yeah, good KFC. Um, what else was there? I used to do a bit of Macca's, McDonald's, but I've only had McDonald's once since I've been here. Yeah, KFC I've had I think once when I had that donut, the donut burger. <laughs> Still good. It was fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, not really missing too much Australian food as of yet. Hmm, fair enough. Um, for the, uh, are you going to try to make your own sausage rolls? I saw this, eh? Um, yeah. yeah, maybe at some stage. You should do it. Give it a punt. Yeah. Um, but the, the problem other is question, it can't go anywhere. So. question for Joe. Uh, <laughs> making a bolognese a pasta dish with barbecue sauce. So Beerenberg, I think, is that, um, that fancy one that, that, uh, Use Cooper's Pale Ale as his base. So I assume that's the Pale Ale that you used alongside of it. I think, like, I don't think I'd do it. Like, the problem with barbecue sauce is the same problem that ketchup has. 
ketchup, tomato sauce, whatever you want to call it. There's too much sugar, right? You got to do something about the sugar content before you can even get to a point where. So I don't know. I haven't had this Beerenberg stuff. I don't know how sugary it is, but generally that is the issue that barbecue sauce has that makes it not necessarily suitable for a lot of, uh, of as a base for a lot of sauces. Because normally, if you just wanted that barbecue sauce flavor, you would just go for like Worcestershire, right? Like that's because that's a lot of the that's, that's the base flavor the barbecue sauce uses. If you want to make barbecue sauce at home. Generally, you use Worcestershire as as a base, right? But if I were to if I were to make a pasta dish with barbecue sauce as like the highlight, if it was like some sort of fucking I don't know cooking show challenge where they're like, are you gonna mm. like fucking? I, I watch Beat Bobby Flay, and they always like have a an initial challenge. You're gonna make some something the star, and they'll be like, here's fucking here's some fucking I don't know. Uh, chocos you make chocos the star and you're like fucking i'm i've lost i'm leaving i have lost this challenge there is no way to make chocos the star and make a good dish if i were to make barbecue the star of a dish a pasta dish in particular i think you'd probably go like fucking mac and cheese right mac and cheese with ribs i think you could do a pretty good job with because if you do like uh but like not even ribs do like gravy beef in the slow cooker with a fuck ton of uh, barbecue sauce and then make mac and cheese and slop the the beef all over it but you could you could if it wasn't if it didn't have too much sugar right because you want you want to do that because you're going for that southern barbecue style flavor but if it doesn't have too much sugar you could probably do like gravy beef in in a like a dutch oven with uh like maybe a liter of fucking beef stock uh your barbecue sauce and then cook that out and uh maybe a bit of fish sauce to because what you're trying to do is get back to the wishes sauce flavor and wish sauce has i think anchovies in it fish sauce is just literally just fucking anchovies so you build that out and then you could make I would probably, again, use like little spirals or something. I wouldn't use spaghetti. But you boil that down, or cook it down rather, to like a, a thick ragu with your meat, with your beef stock, with your barbecue sauce. Boil, uh, Cook that all the way down and then combine that with uh, uh, some, yeah, spirally pasta or little mac- macaronis or like little pasta. Nothing too big. Some of the tubes to get the fucking sauce in the middle of it. And then I would use that, maybe cover it in... Like, I could probably, yeah, even finish it by covering it in fucking cheese and chucking it in. Because I think at the end of the day, when I think about fucking recipes that I use barbecue sauce even sparingly in, it is Mm. ribs, right? Where I use a fuck ton of it. Or I will use... uh, I've I've used barbecue sauce in the place of Worcestershire... Uh, to make like shepherd's pie and a very very little uh, barbecue sauce because because of the sweetness but uh yeah you could like almost do it like a uh, a shepherd's pie but more like a like, i suppose you know replace it with pasta cheese on top chuck it in like a pasta bake and then crack it out i reckon that'd probably be pretty fucking good it'd take a while the problem with barbecues like i said too much sugar so you gotta cook all that shit out Got to cook it down so that you get to a point where it's actually uh, something you can eat. 
otherwise you wind up with fucking uh we we were re-watching Pass and Wreck and at one point Leslie Nope invents Salga where she combines sugar and salt into one thing and she puts it on a spaghetti. And I feel like that's what you wind up with. Uh if you use too much sweet barbecue sauce in uh But yeah. It's hard to say because I haven't tasted that particular one, but I think about the barbecue sauces I normally eat. That's probably what I'd go for. It's a good question, British Monster Man. I don't know. Let yep. me know. Let me know if, if you try that out, if it works, or if you come up with something else. Uh, I'd love to know. I've never seen Beerenberg in my local Coles. I wonder if it's a Woolies joint or I just don't spend enough time at the condiments aisle. I just go, when I'm going through the... See, that's that's what you got over there. You got fucking hot sauces for days. Over here, yeah. we got Cholula and Tabasco, and that's about it. And, and uh, so, is it Frank's? Yeah, we see we've got Frank's here sometimes, but yeah, Frank's is the Frank's is the one I made those wings with. Fuck, I love Frank's, but only for wings. Mm. It doesn't really work for anything else. I want like hot sauce that I can put in eggs and stuff. So I just right. get Cholula. Cool. Yep. Yep. All right. Cool. And thanks for the questions. Um, yeah, thanks. Is that the last one? That's it. That's the questions. Yeah. Nice. And that is the show for this week. Uh, you can find us, The Gap, on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Spotify, YouTube, all the places you get your podcast from. Uh, we're under The Gap, the GA podcast, The Gap podcast. If you search, we definitely should come up. Please rate and review the show if you have a moment. It helps other people find us. It only takes a short moment. Uh, if you'd like to email us, you can email us at gapodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on uh, Discord if you want to send us any questions. Thegapodcast.com slash Discord. You can jump in there, leave us questions or play games or there's, there's a general chat, people talking about things in there. A lot of good fun. Um, you can find us on social media, facebook.com slash gapodcast. Twitter.com slash GA podcast. Go to our YouTube page, thegapodcast.com slash YouTube. You can watch this show on video if you like to. Um, last week, we put up some videos of uh, Deep Rock Galactic. Job sent through some stuff for that. I put up some Star Trek Bridge Crew and also some Warzone as well. Um, so there's a bit of stuff on that one. Uh, this week, I don't know. <laughs> I'll figure it out. Yep. I don't know if there's much. I Maybe might some have monster some train. man eater. I'll have a look. Yeah, got, I, I might buy. Definitely it. got some Minecraft dungeons. Hey, oh, I couldn't. I couldn't. It wouldn't let me record. It, it oh, like knew oh. that the game was fucking terrible. I was like, no, nah, you can't record this. What are you doing? <laughs> um, I'm just going to use this for evil. You're going to use this. To no, because it. you know how they've got their own like game bar. Oh yeah, yeah. Thing, and if you open it, like Shadow Play doesn't recognize that it's a game or something. I don't know. Anyway, it wouldn't let me alt f10 that thing and i was very upset because i was like this is like i need to put this somewhere this is terrible like someone needs to see this like how are you how are you giving this a 7.3 you crazy people you crazy crazy people um anyway so you can check that out on youtube uh you can also go to our website thejpodcast.com it's got links to all the things we talked about including past episodes of the show you also listen to this show from the website as well which is great um, that is all thanks to our Patreon members. If you want to help support this show, you go to patreon.com slash GA podcast. Uh, thank you to everyone that helps thank keep you so the much. show running every month. Uh, we really appreciate that. Uh, you got anything you want to spruik out for this week that you've been doing? Uh, not at the moment. 
No. Uh, sure. Not right now. I think before next week, I should have a piece up on Red Bull, talking to some uh, AFL players about um, say, like maintaining their competitive edge, but I have no idea when it's coming up. So, <clears throat> Right. It's up cool. it's up. What about you? All right. You, you can find me at uh, twitter.com slash Luke Laurie. Um, cool. That's if Twitter's around tomorrow. Ah, if you're still allowed to use it in your country. Yeah, they'll let us use it anymore. Yep. Um, maybe we're just, I don't know. We're maybe having a competition between us and China at this stage. Who knows? <laughs> All right. I think that is it. Next week, um, I don't have anything in the pipeline, so I'm not sure what we'll talk about next week. Uh, do you have anything not. you can talk about? Uh, I can officially confirm The Last of Us Part 2. I'm not playing it. (laughs) I am also not playing it. (laughs) Yeah, so you won't be getting a review from me. Or Uh, you. Yeah. Yep. Cool. All right. That is the show. See you later.